Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up? Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And also, uh, remember how, like, a while back we were like, Power Rangers isn't horny at all, and then gradually I feel like it's gotten worse? Yeah! Um, mm-hmm. This is a good example of that, and we'll talk <laughs> about it when we get there. Um, I'm Zach, and joining us this week is Simon. I'm about 20% evil right now. Okay, so you're at mean on the scale. Yeah, probably. no, not even mean. I'm like, I'm, I'm just like testy or something. Um, we've got Emily. Hey, um, before she's not on the show today, but Lexi was talking about if she should update is TommyEvil.com earlier with this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, good question. Right. We do get a definitive answer this time. That's what so. I'm saying. Yeah. We got a definitive answer. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. We've got Mike. Hey, so I didn't see at all how this one was horny, and I feel like I'm usually one of the first people to notice when something is horny, so that's a little strange. Yeah, it also flew completely over my head. I mean, to be fair, Michael, it's not your kink. (laughs) That's the thing about fetishes is, like, it's not horny if you don't have it. Like, it's just a thing. But, yeah, so. uh, And we have our friend Lucas on. I don't know why you guys are talking about Power Rangers. I thought you wanted me on here to talk about Beetleborg's Metallics. Oh, I thought that's God. what this episode was. <laughs> Have we done a Metallics episode or only the we, original We've only stuff? done like the opening two-parter for Beetleborg's. So the, the, here's a weird thing with, with bonus episode stuff is I do try to tend to stick to pilots. And uh, we. other than the fact that I am – and listen, I am still planning on doing the rest of, of, of Mass Rider. It's just taking some time because uh, of my schedule. But, like, we we haven't yet revisited a show, mostly because we still have, like, so many shows left to go. Like, I've mentioned many times, we still haven't even gotten to Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, and that's one of the big ones. Uh, but, like, I, I honestly don't know yet what the plan is when we revisit a show. If we're just going to pick, like, an iconic episode, or if we're, like, going to try and continue in order, or what, like, that's kind of up in the air. Yeah, that's fair. It's uh, it's tough to to figure that stuff out. And, you know, like when you want to do bonus episodes, you some people 
I feel like other podcasts that do bonus episodes or or do stuff like where they um, only do like one episode of a series will often do like the craziest one that they mm-hmm. can find, which is yeah. a fair way to do it. But I like doing the like, hey, let's let's go over like the introduction, which can sometimes get. Uh, I mean, not boring, but like you, you kind of, okay, we're going to introduce the characters, blah, blah, blah. So it'd be neat to do a little further into some of that stuff. Yeah. The problem is like, not every series has like, here's this infamously batshit episode, you know? Right. For sure. That's true. Also, in case you're wondering how long it came, it took me to come up with the Beetleborgs Metallics joke about two days. So. Jeez. Wow. You, you came prepared for this, huh? I feel like that's about as long as they spent working on Beetleborg's Metallics, so it's okay. Probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm, very, I'm very proud of you, Lucas. Thank you. I've, I've said before, I put a lot of thought into what I say at the beginning of each of the Teenage <laughs> Attitude episodes that I'm on. It's really funny. I, um, I'm i going to be guesting on a new audio entropy show, uh, uh, Let's Steal a Podcast, and I had not listened to more than, like, bits of the episodes because, like, let's peek behind the court curtain. We have too many fucking podcasts for everybody who's on the network to Uh listen to all that stuff. No such Um, thing. I really like it, but yeah, I just can't. Um, (laughs) No, I get it. So, Frankie was like, hey, you should, uh, we, every week, we talk about, like, a piece of media that we're really into, and, and you should pick something out beforehand. And I, so I'm like sitting here and basically like writing an essay in my head. And then I like, I listen to an episode and they basically just like mention it and talk about it for a little bit. And I was like, oh, good thing I listened to this or I would have gone on like a 10 minute screed about <laughs> this thing. <laughs> and, we're, and they just have to sit there and take it. So yeah, I appreciate your, your forward uh, preparedness, Lucas, for coming on the sure, show. Sure, don't worry about it. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, your preparedness, Lucas, has yeah. any Power Rangers related things happened to you since you were on the episode last? So on the show last, sorry. It's been a while since I've been on the show. I, I haven't been on any of season three thus far. Um, I oh, think, I'm glad we got you in then because we're yeah. almost done. Yeah, so. that was part of the reason. Uh, that's probably why I was like, oh, I should try and get on like at least once this season before they shift to Alien Rangers. But no, last one I was on was the movie, which seems like a lifetime ago. It was. Jeez, uh, yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> probably the biggest uh power rangers thing that's happened to me is that i've talked before that i'm going to power Morphicon this year and i have begun Ooh. the construction of my cosplay that i'm going to wear and Ooh, tell me oh i'm not going to tell you zach <laughs> i have to I'm so excited I, I mean, it's, a, it's a it's a close kept secret the only person in our group who knows is eric our the editor of this show which oh, i because because i needed him to get some screenshots for me and eric i didn't say it but it's a secret don't tell zach um but uh so i had to i had to be i had to literally find a person on the internet to make a outfit piece for me for this costume it's not i will say here's what i will say it's in the vein of what i did for the first last power morphic i went to two years ago where i just did uh west from time force out of the suit which it was easy because it's just a uh tank white tank top underneath a open red long sleeve shirt and then like khakis and dress shoes it was very easy to put together but i got a lot of compliments on it and i was like oh man this was really worth the, to, like the one day investment it took to get all these things together uh so I'm, <laughs> I'm it's it's another out of suit red ranger that's all i will say okay uh, but i'm look really looking forward to it because i got the piece from the person who made it on the internet for me 
Uh, I got it, and it looks fantastic. I'm super excited how it turned out. But I will not be revealing who it is or what it is un- until... I'm uh, so mad at I, you I, right now. I need, I need to put the whole costume together, Zach, and I want it to be a little closer to the con. So... You'll you'll see it eventually, just not yet. It's a secret. So Lucas, I'm not asking this because I'm just saying I'm 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 curious. Um, sure. You know, of course, you don't have to answer it, but I'm curious if it's you saying out of suit. That could be like a casual outfit or like the SBD people wear a uniform. That's true. That could, so, it could like, be. It's, it's, it could. it's probably not Jack. I'm gonna guess though. Like, I'm, but there's I'm, there's other groups that wear uniforms, like Lightspeed Rescuers uniform. Yes, um, that's another po- another possibility. Um, the nin- the ninja storm rangers sometimes wear ninja outfits. Like, oh, yeah, that, I, I've th- yeah, that's that's a whole like suit though too, and it's like leather. It's weird. I trust me, I've looked into that one. I will say it's not that one. Uh but to to uh, Simon's point, no, it is not Jack. Yeah, I I, I would hope it's one of the yeah. white ones. Yeah, to be I honest like, with you. Well, so I, I'm I'm just curious as to like if it's just casual wear. What you had to order from someone specific specifically? You're gonna have, you're gonna have to wait and find out. I know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not saying you should tell me. I'm just I'm yeah, curious. Yes. <laughs> to Simon's point, no, it is not someone that I am. Uh, I don't I don't know how to say this. Uh, unawkwardly. You're, you're, you're not going to be cosplaying another race. Yes. yes. Another ethnicity, uh, sorry. Wh- wh- yeah. Which, yeah, I, I, I batted that around because it's totally fine to cosplay for people to cosplay something, to cosplay a character that is not the race they match. That's right. nothing wrong as with it. As long as you but don't I, but do I would certain feel weird. things. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. It's not obvious to some people. Yeah, but like <laughs> with, with, with a Jack from SPD, like that's just like, yeah, it's the SPD uniform with the red on it. Right. And so, like, people would probably get it, or they'd think yeah. I'm Sky after he becomes the Red Ranger, which yeah. is, which would be, I'd kind of be like, eh, we'll you know, what, I'm gonna let it go. I'm not gonna fight you on that one. But no, so I'm not, I'm not gonna be Jack from SPD or uh, Scott from RPM. Well, cool. Uh, I will be. I'm, I'm mad at you now because <laughs> I want to know and I don't. But I'll be waiting to see that, and we'll, I'm, we'll, pro- if you, with your permission, we'll like post a picture in the Facebook group or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll put, I'll put it places. You'll see it. Cool. But I'm excited okay. about it. Well, so let's get on to a little bit of... Talking about things! There there was a new uh, comic announcement. Uh, where, well, I guess it's, it's technically a graphic novel, which, you know, eh, oh, I don't know that they're that different. That's um, a comic, but more expensive. Well, well, if if they're releasing it as like a graphic novel book and not like yeah. in tr- in trades, like, right. that's a, like in the in the issues, then I'd say it's a, it makes a difference. I think a graphic novel is like it's not collected comics; it is right. written to be one thing. It's, it's a single I, book. Yeah, whatever. It's just there. There are, let's say, almost every other country just like doesn't have the same model of comics as the U.S. does, and. Like the oh, difference sure. doesn't yeah. really exist outside of the U.S. except I guess Japan. Yeah. But yeah, well, honestly, funny. I don't really think that. The, I think usually it's. I'll be honest. Most of the time, I hear people use graphic novel. It's when they don't want to say comic books because they think right. it sounds childish. Like yeah, I yeah, don't. Yeah. Re- I, there is a difference. I I, I understand that yeah. there is, and but I'm just also being like I an asshole yeah. about this for no reason. Yeah. Really, no, it's fine. I mean, like, yeah, because like graphic novels are still comics. Like, I mean, right. like. Like, okay, like, the Scott Pilgrim series wasn't released in separate issues. It was released in a graphic novel form. And, and yeah. like, you know, there's other sh- things that are like that. And yeah, they're still the, comic books. So, like, they're still yeah, comic books, though. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But, yeah. like, I mean, like, I, I would say, like, it, 
it is distinct from just a comic book, though, because it is released as a novel format. Right. Uh-huh. So this graphic novel uh, that's been announced is called Soul of the Dragon, and it focuses on. So this is pretty cool, I think. Yeah. Um, it focuses on Tommy after he retires as a ranger entirely. So it's after Dino Charge. It's old man Logan, but Tommy yeah. Thunder. Yes, <laughs> which which is hilarious because Tommy. I'm uh, sorry, God, I just got the actor and character confused. Jason David Frank has explicitly said, "I want to do something like Logan." Yeah, I feel, right. I feel, I feel a little bad for Jason David Frank that he doesn't get to be involved in this. Well, because uh, exactly. no one's gonna fucking make a I, well. Not ever. I'm not going to say ever. Obviously, Hasbro just bought it. Like, stuff could change. Yeah. But I could totally see a web series where they get him to play it. But the thing <laughs> is, you have to get the... You could do it as, like, a fan project. He could raise money. But, like, I don't... Officially, I it's feel unlikely. Like you get into, yeah, I feel like you get into weird territory where it's like, he doesn't own the character, really. So, yeah. like... Uh, but at the same time, like, I think this is some kind of thing that a lot of Power Rangers fans have wanted for a really long time. Something totally. To, like, it's it's just, it's unfortunate that he would love to do an adult live action Power Ranger thing, which I don't think's ever going to happen, or nah, at least yeah. not for a while, unless something pretty major changes. You <laughs> can do it in comics, but then it doesn't involve Jason David Frank. It's just his face. Yeah. So, like, do you think there's yeah. going to be a scene where he's, where someone's like, Tommy, and he's like, call me Thomas? <laughs> I don't go by Tommy anymore. Or the scene where you know he's chopping wood by the log cabin and they say Tommy and it's like I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> so I uh, I mentioned this on uh I'm on so excited the, for it. On the Discord. But uh like there is one good thing that they that the advantage that they have when doing this is that like because of you know the natural passage of time like they actually, the the people writing this comic do know what Tommy Oliver is going to look like when he reaches yeah. retirement age. Mm-hmm. You, you know what so. always weirded me out is like in the Star Wars EU books, the before they nuked all that stuff. Yeah, all the it would just be like eternally young Luke Skywalker, right. where it's where it's like we know what he looks like now, but but it's just weird because you're still drawing him how he looked in like 1979 or whatever yeah. so it, it always kind of weirded me out but zach, but, yeah. you, bring, you, but zach you bring up a good point which is some, uh, something the power rangers property uh, i think has had a problem with lately is that i think it's finally realizing that comic books are something that will sell really well for power rangers but i think it needs i think i think personally it should embrace more of the star wars model or should have more like in canon comic book stories kinds of things because i like the power rangers comics that are out now fine by boom but as we've yeah. talked about before they don't take place in the main continuity they're like pa- mitomorphin in modern day so it's not explicitly mm-hmm. stuff like you can't say that it happened during the show but like right. now, st- now stuff has shattered grid you're not sure there's a big problem with that though and it's that power rangers really doesn't have a main continuity what as much does, as we and a lot but... of the fandom like to pretend otherwise it kind of yeah. just doesn't I mean, well, no, the, show, the show pretends otherwise too, though, because like no, when, you yeah. to, when you get to Ninja Storm, there's a whole episode that like summarizes Power Rangers up to that mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. and yeah. acts like it's all in the same world. It has a loose continuity, yeah. yeah. And like, and there's you know, there's team ups between teams, teams and everything. I'm not even saying that you need something like the to connective tissue seasons together. I don't think that's of course. I'm just saying like 
uh, why not give us like a prequel or epilogue comic to certain seasons, like expand on what happened before yeah. or after, so stuff like that. I'd be really interested in that. I'll say this, um, and the so we've gotten MMPR Pink, which mm-hmm. I think basically happens in the real continuity. Like, there's nothing uh, in there. Well, no, because Kimberly, I, like, it doesn't she use a phone or something at one point and stuff? Like, I think Oh, I don't remember. That's I think a good I, question. I think I remember her, like, texting somebody. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. In any case, it, it what I was going to say, though, is, like, that one, that one doesn't really have anything cr- crazy other than maybe the tech and stuff. But, like... That that places it super outside everything. And personally, I think you can kind of ignore like the tech stuff. Like Power Rangers is a timeless story; it doesn't need to be in the '90s. Like, right? Um, but, but interestingly enough, like I'm watch like I used to watch Cardcaptor Sakura, which was a '90s show, and they recently remade um they made a new version of it called Car- Sorry, Cardcaptor Sakura Clear Card, which is her in middle school, right? But when she was in in like in fifth grade, there was like no cell phones. They had like these they had cell phones, but they're like these big burly cell phones. And now they're in middle school, which isn't that far away from fifth grade, and they have like touchscreen phones and mm-hmm. tablets and stuff, right? Like it, it just ignored the fact it's like fuck it. It takes place now. It doesn't matter if the nineties show was like the time frame doesn't make any sense. And I think Power Rangers could do that too. Right. They really so, wanted so anyway, to. what I was gonna say is um the that one kind of takes place at least sort of in continuity. The other ones are pretty explicitly not because of stuff that happens that yeah. directly contradicts stuff that happens in the show. This is taking place during RPM when Tommy is retired. Um, Interesting. I didn't know I it don't, would take place then. Or I'm sorry, not RPM. SPD. It's the oh. other three letters one. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say because RPM is like. Is it going to be Mad Max style? Like, yeah. yeah which is that, that, that's actually pretty clever from their point because, like, uh, the basically the way the timeline works out, although this is, there's some debate about this for some nonsense, uh, that, like, each basically each year a Power Rangers team appears, basically, as each right. season changes yes. over. But Roughly for season, so, but for, yeah. Right, but for seasons with, S, like, SPD and RPM and, I think, Dino Charge now... Uh, where it takes place in an alternate universe or in the future, that like basically means like no, nothing happened it, it, it during that year in the main like right. Power Rangers timeline. Well, Dino Charge we can't get into, but the, it's it's like this fits fine, and then they revive dinosaurs, and then you're like, okay, <laughs> never mind, can't do that anymore. <laughs> I, I could do a whole episode about yeah. how angry yeah, we, the, I am I mean, about the end of listen, Dino Charge eventually. I, but, I, I, said this in another episode but they should just have dinosaurs running around in later in, in like i would love that so much yeah, yeah. Like if, if, in, if in ninja steel if there was just raptors around it'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing about dinosaurs and i say this to someone who hasn't actually watched it admittedly having the show end with time travel thing that makes it so that the dinosaurs are alive again is a fantastic finale to a show for children yes it's great it's yeah. only if you're the kind of internet dork like us who cares about the <laughs> continuity of power rangers that it, that it's bad if you look at it like in its own in its own like it's just a vacuum it's just a season of a kid show made for little right. kids which it is you, let's Michael. not forget bringing the you. dinosaurs back as the finale is fucking great it, it's right. like when people get mad about how bright is this setting where 
it, there's fantasy stuff, but it, the world is basically exactly the same. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's fucking lazy. But when it's for six year olds, it's like, okay, fine. The only thing that changed is now there's dinosaurs. Who cares? Okay, Zach, like, whatever. I'm going to be honest. I thought for a hot second there that you were going to defend Bright, and I was about to no, get real mad at you. I, I think I, you know what? Let's move on. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Okay, the, Bright's a bad movie, but someone could take the same concept. We're, moving, we're, movie with we're it. moving on. Moving on. Yes, Tell we're moving about, on. Tell me more about I the comic. Yes, so it takes place during SPD. Um, to- Tommy is old, is an old man. I mean, he's not like super old. No, he looks I like mean, he's maybe in his mid thirties, early forties, or something yeah, like that. Like, it, um, like he look. He show when he shows back up in Megaforce, he doesn't look that old, and like, that's his, like his, ten years his, later. Yeah, his hair is like still. Brown, it's, 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 it's the beard. Streaks. It's the yeah. beard is what it is. He's got a beard. Got beard. Well, also he has gray streaks in his hair and in his beard and like, um, yeah. Right. I, I love the cover of this. Like the, the painted like rangers look really good. Like I like seeing all of but, his rangers. Okay, there's him. there's two big things we need to talk about based on this article. Okay. So Zach, say what they are. Uh, I don't know. I was gonna oh. say that the 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 main plot is that his son gets kidnapped. Yeah, he has a son. That's pretty yes. crazy. And that it doesn't say mom. that. Well, it says he's living with Cat, right? That's the other thing. I mean, the canon, the it is canon that he ends up with Cat. Like that's we. Oh, I know, but is, like they could have changed it and boom. It's shakily canon that is because we we've talked about this before. I think on an episode I was on that in yeah. Zio, you see a flash forward where he and Cat are married and whatever. But, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen in between that, and there's a lot of evidence about who Tommy ends up with and and what all. But this seems to be confirming, yes, he and Kat, for sure, a thing, and apparently have a child together. So that, yep. I'm very interested, and I think they're making a bold move by officially confirming that, assuming that this cool. does take place in con- it I think we've, we've kind of collectively been like, you know what, yeah, Tommy should not be with Kimberly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think well, we're but, okay with that. And, and, but I bet I'm saying it's, I'm surprised that they, they've always kind of played it very ambiguous because they don't want to piss off like the people who were children when, when sure. uh, Tommy and Kimberly were like, you know, the ultimate mm-hmm. couple, like they're like, Oh no, Tommy and Kimberly forever. And then they were upset when they broke up over the letter and he and Kat got together. Right. So they don't want to confirm or deny this, but now they're like, no, he ends up with Kat. So, right. that, so I'm not fine with that. Let me quick read the uh, the this kind of synopsis, and then uh, you can tell me what the second thing is because I I may be missing. No, it. no, no. So no, sorry. No, the two things were he's living with Cat, and he has a son. Oh, so okay, would, great. Yeah, okay. we got him. So so here's the synopsis. It's been a long time since Tommy Oliver has served as a Power Ranger. He's defeated space witches, brought down evil armies, protected the galaxy, but now Tommy leaves protecting the world to the Power Rangers at Space Patrol Delta. But when his son goes missing, it's up to Tommy to discover a secret in his past in order to save the future. Now Tommy will call on all his training, his friends, and maybe even some of his enemies as he sets out on his most important mission to find his son and bring him home. Uh, Quick question, which villain do you want Tommy to team up with? Goldar. Uh, well, who's still? Well, no, Goldar's dead. What do you mean, Goldar's dead? I don't know. That's not. We never see him die. Shut yes, up. you do. <laughs> but no. Uh, but okay, hang on. I misread the situation. You said it's taking place during SPD, like yes. in the future, like. Well, the that's always been really confusing because yeah. how far in the future is well, SPD? They, well, that's that they they say it's twenty twenty five. That's that they give a they give a flat year, but that really doesn't work. It's impossible. It doesn't work it, because yeah, it, because because there's aliens everywhere, and we would have seen Space Patrol Delta around. I've always like been like 
I, I'm not going to get into the whole discrepancy here. Plus, they use a Time Force suit. It's a, there's a lot of problems with SPD. And honestly, I'm a little worried about what Beast Morphers means, because apparently that takes place in the future, too. So, I don't know, dog. Well, like we said, they try, but it's right. tough, yeah. But, but when you said it takes place during SPD, what I thought you meant is it takes place in between, like, what would that be, like, 2003, 2004... Or whenever, like when SPD was airing, and when oh, and like right. right, no, no, I mean, like it takes I place meant, right like, after the Dino Space Shard, Patrol Dino Delta is active during. This yeah, storm. no, that's yeah. that's even crazier. That's wild that they're doing yeah. that. And also, again, it really messes with the continuity. <laughs> oh god! Oh, I wonder if they'll team up with weird Wasp Human Zed and Rita. That'd be kind of cool, like Human <laughs> yeah. Zed and Rita. I think it'd be That'd cool be if they team up with Human Zed. And maybe he doesn't trust them still, even though he's like gone good. But I, I, but listen, I don't care if Goldar died in continuity. They can bring him back as a fucking comic book, and I would yeah, love yeah, Goldar yeah. to come back. Goldar and Tommy would be so good. What I was gonna say was that. Uh, I don't, Zed, as far as we are aware, is just lives the rest of his life as a normal human, whatever. Rita is like, becomes, I don't know if you've talked about this before, like the embodiment of good magic. So he'd probably be a little hard, she'd probably be a little hard to find. Uh, But in terms of enemies he might call on, I would uh, probably say uh, Zeltrax from Dino Thunder, because he was like a robot man, and I don't remember how he died, so he could be rebuilt or something. I would okay, buy that. Fair enough. I would, yeah. Was, wasn't the guy from Dino Charge like the main villain dude, like his ex? Dino Thunder. Dino, we keep Dino saying Thunder, Dino Charge sorry. instead of Dino Thunder. Yeah, it was sorry. his best friend. It was his best friend. It was his friend who he did business with, but they never. Oh, yeah. But he didn't have any like powers aside from being Mezagog, so I don't know why he would. What there is to team up there. Is Mezagog like pretty strong, or did he stop being Mezagog? Yeah, they, they, got, yeah, they, yeah, they got split apart. So he, they're two yeah. entities. But I, I mean, like you could even if a guy doesn't have powers, he can still like help him. Like right, but I'm saying like he's not like a fighter or anything. He's just a science guy. Yeah, he could be. Yeah, he but he could be. He could be, science could be, guy, he could be the science Billy, guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I would so, love it if Billy showed up and was just like. I mean, Billy's a fighter now. Yeah. So anyway, this sounds cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it. I will say that. We had that MMPR pink. I thought it was really great. The main series is pretty centered around uh, um, uh, Dr- Dracon, who is not Tommy, but like is is evil Tommy. And now I we get this. You say, I keep forgetting you say it like that. I always read it as Draken, but, uh, but no, you say it's see, I can't do that because I love uh, Kim Possible. And no, that just I know, makes but me think of, I know. I know. Yeah. Zach, who are you talking to right now? Of course, <laughs> know, it makes I me know. think of Kim Possible. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I, but for some reason, like the way you say it, because I read it first as Dr- Draken, and then I heard you say, well, every time on the podcast you say it, you say it Dracon, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Do oh, they right. say it in that video? I don't remember. They put out. I'm I not sure either. I, um, anyway, yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. Do, it's just always well, do, weird for me. I just want to ask: Just do do we know if any Rangers team up with him? Because if, if if we're going about Rangers that come back to team up with them, I was thinking Billy would be good, but actually Adam would be really good. I think it says it's going to go through each chapter of his Ranger life, so maybe we'll get some cameos from from teammates. And well, stuff. I can see older Everyone. Tommy hanging out with Adam because like Adam kind of became his lieutenant in like Zeo and Turbo and also in real life like Johnny Young Bosch and David um, J- Jason David Frank are like still friends as far right. as I know. Yeah. That'd so cool. that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Last time we saw Adam was in an episode of I don't remember which series but he came Mega back Force. for an episode. Right. Mega- oh, oh, he wait, was in Mega Force? Oh no, wait. No. I thought you were talking about Jason David Frank. Johnny Young Bosch no. came back uh, in, oh, for the team up in Overdrive is what you're thinking of. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, but I, honestly the thing I'm most interested to see about this is based on the cover and I assume he's going to use Ranger powers at some point. I'd be interested to see how he gets his Ranger powers back because like 
that's always something that Power Rangers has never really been good about is when a ranger shows up again. Like they oh, always yeah. just kind of gloss over, like, oh yeah, yeah, he just has them again. We had this whole plot at the end of our series involving like our powers getting destroyed yeah. or given up or put back yeah, where exactly. we found them or something, and then we just show up again the next year. No explanation. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. Which is weird because eventually you'd think they would just learn to stop doing that. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I think I've mentioned it before. I kind of hate when they do the thing where like Wild Force is really bad about it, especially. There's there's no real reason. Yeah, because they have to give back their fucking jackets for no reason. Yeah, it's it's like, give me your powers back because you're done. Also, your fucking jackets for some, <laughs> some reason. Yeah, the jacket thing always pissed me off about Wild Force. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it, I've never been a huge fan of like, oh, well, we didn't break our powers, but we're just not going to use them anymore. I think they just don't want to have 20 active teams running around that yeah. people are always asking like, they don't want to become the Avengers, where it's like, yeah. why aren't the Avengers here? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but there's a pretty. At some point, there's like you could give a pretty easy explanation as to why, like, uh, you that Ranger, but they can't have Ranger teams going around doing everything. It's like just one at a time. They you right. can figure something out, but it's it's just so, one of those things about the continuity that's just like. So last uh, thing I, I wanted to say before we move on, because we're at thirty minutes and we haven't talked about the episode, mm-hmm. is um, I think the. I, I want them to do some stuff that centers around other rangers. Um, not to say that this isn't cool and and everything, but like we got a lot of Tommy. I love Tommy. Mm-hmm. That's Dude. great. But like maybe do MMPR red or black or yeah. something, and and just Rocky. give us like. Well, a, uh, that, I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, please. Ro- uh, do do a an 20, entire graphic a novel issue Rocky, Rocky miniseries, yep. Yep. <laughs> all about his dog Buster. I mean, his dog Buster. We- he has a car. <laughs> Uh, and he wasn't invited in Forever Red, so explain what he was doing during that. We kind of talked a bit about the fact that, like, the comics haven't really touched on Rocky Adam or Aisha. And no, I, that's true. I would like I that. Wanna, yeah. I want to see, like, you know, like, <laughs> a comic about the three of them, like, like, actually going in depth into what it was like for them to try and, like, fill in, like the shoes of the rangers who they replaced you they know? did well they, they, it's funny brett mentioned that because they did just announce in like the second annual or something uh or like the anniversary issue or something i i linked this in slack for you guys at some point uh and i'm sure it was in the discord where it's like they're they're doing a bunch of stories from across the franchise for this big comic book and one of them is going to be about aisha like feeling kind of out of place because like they're talking about stuff that happened before she came along, like talking about Rita and Tommy being the Green Ranger, and she's and like laughing, they like inside jokes, and Aisha just kind of sitting there being like, "Ha, yeah, what?" what oh, that's great, about? good, yeah. good. They should do yeah. more stuff like yeah. that. That's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I would like it to be all three of them, but honestly, among the three, Aisha is probably the one who could use the most yeah. character development. Yeah. And I will say, and I will say definitely, uh, I I know we don't like to tell people to buy things, but probably uh, if you want to see more stuff like this, like tommy in the future stuff buy this issue because they're probably testing out this kind of thing to see if it sells with their most popular character and then right, like yeah. if it sells well maybe they'll make some more about that, that's like, a good later point comedy. because because the reason that all this stuff happened like this expanded comics universe happened is because they put like the first issue of their mmpr comic they had to like reprint four or five times because they mm-hmm. were like whoa we did not expect this and then they expanded it so yeah yeah so there you um, go 
when you guys were talking about Rocky and, and you mentioned Buster again, I just imagine like in, in this old man Tommy show, he like goes to Rocky's house and Rocky hasn't done anything for years and, and he's all depressed and stuff and it's all because Buster died. <laughs> <laughs> you know I gave up the life, Tommy! <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we take this a different direction. Buster dies and then it becomes a John Wick situation. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's move to the episode. Um... Because, oh god. Anyway, this is episode, oh no, Netflix. Season 3, episode 30. Yep, Master Vile and the Metallic Armor Part 2. What? I I have no idea why Metallic Armor is in the title of this movie series. That's really really surprising. It's it's like they were trying to sell the idea. Did they put out like shiny action figures at the same time? Yeah, that was the whole point. Yeah. Okay, so that's why. It's because this is literally the only time it's relevant. Yeah, did yeah. you guys not cover this in part one? Like, the reason for we, the Metallic we Armor? We weren't sure. We weren't sure if they put out I, shiny I, I, versions. I had a shiny Aisha toy. Yeah, no, the whole yeah. the whole reason behind the Metallic Armor was that they they had a bunch of leftover toys from the movie that were, like, shinier than normal. And oh they were my like, god, that's amazing! Yeah, you guys didn't... You guys, uh, yeah, I thought this was common knowledge. It was like, yeah, they had, like, these leftover, like, they're too shiny, we can't sell them. It's like, ah, we'll come up with some bullcrap reason to make them shiny in the show. And these this is toys are too shiny, no one will buy them! The glare is just too much for the children to take. <laughs> the mistake you're making is thinking that we know any fucking thing about Power <laughs> Rangers. Well, the only reason I know that is because I bought the... I had I had a Yellow Ranger that was metallic, so... Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. It's just funny because, like, we do a podcast on it, but, like, I routinely am reminded, like, oh, I don't know shit about this compared to, like, the people who are really into yeah, it's a, well, yeah, it. Yeah, so. I've heard that before, and it says on Ranger Wiki, it says the metallic armor may have been a nod to or inspired by the Ranger suits used in the movie, which were constructed of a PVC and metal plating, as well as the figures in the toy line. They were just trying to offload some movie toys again, great. pretty much. That's great. Good, man, good idea. That works just fine. Okay, so we open on... Uh, Destruction. Uh, yeah, on our team in the Shogun Megazord, which is still getting its butt kicked. Wait, are they in the Shogun Megazord or the Ninja Megazord? No, they, they started they, the, Shogun. In the Shogun. Okay, and they have like the an ex- Shogun. Sorry, they have an extended in-cockpit conversation about it, mm-hmm. too. It's a scene we don't get to see very often. Right, yeah. yeah. So they are... They have the little toy falcon zord that that they're thing using. is so funny to me. I love it's, the toy falcon zord. It's hilarious that that's the like like we we did talk touch on it briefly, but does it? Do you think it has to look that way to work? No, or that's I de- just Billy's, definitely like, definitely Billy. They just had the definitely toy. Billy. <laughs> yeah, yep. definitely Billy. Yeah. It was interesting watching because I watched the first part too, and they they remotely control the Shogun Megazord while they're in the or, or vice versa. They're controlling the Ninja Zords while they're in the Shogun Zord, like by remote. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a thing in like Kaku Ranger. I mentioned before that they had these like more svelte like Zords that kind of fought on their own. It's kind of interesting they took that idea back, but in like a much different way. Yeah. So so those will those will come up when we get to Alien Rangers. It turns out. Oh, they will. The more, the more like like less armored swords. Yeah. What's What's great is that they call them battleborgs, and I'm nah. like, oh my god, where did this happen relative to beetleborgs? <laughs> after, oh right? This has to be after. Sure. I don't know. After beetleborgs, I think. 
Uh, but Joe, but just since I've been out in the other season three, I want to get some quick season three opinions out. Okay, uh, I do. I do not like the design of the Shogun Megazord. It looks really weird oh, to me. We, that's interesting because I think we've been go. largely positive on us. No, I know. So... I mean, I've been listening. I, I, I don't hate it, but I do think the Ninja Megazord looks way better than yeah, the Shogun Megazord. I, I only like the Ninja Megazord slightly better. I still have some problems with it, but I'm not gonna get into all that. But um, I do, but like uh, Simon mentioned, I li- I actually really like the cockpit that they make for the Shogun Megazord. It's nice. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really good looking. Like, it's so much better than the one they have for the Thunder Megazord, where it was just like some seats in the chest, but they all yeah. have like a little area with their coin over it and stuff. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, the, this set looks so good that it, while watching it, I was like, Did they, is this like some Sentai footage somehow that they picked for this? Which is impossible because they're still in the... Jew Ranger armor and this isn't Jew 2 right. footage or anything. Yeah, right? exactly. They, I have the same they shot this and it's just a really cool set that looks like the inside of the Shogun Megazord. Yeah, it's neat. So the they they're like, okay, well, our, uh, we got drained by the Globber, but w- let's check to see if the uh, the Ninja Megazord has been affected. And then they like, I think the they implication is ship. that they use the the Falcon Zord. Oh no, they jump out. My bad. I'm I misunderstood. Yeah, they literally yep. just jump out of one robot and go to the other robot. Yep. <laughs> um we cut up to the moon and uh we are back with Catherine, Zed, and Rita. Um and Kat is like, I wanna be evil, because her job is to distract uh the bad guys while Tommy fucking just dicks around like an idiot. Cause yeah. <laughs> Like the whole plan was that she's supposed to be distracting them so he can do his thing, and he's just watching her. Yes. Like, he's, leave. <laughs> he sits here for so long, like, worried about what's going to happen to her, and I'm like, the whole fucking point is that she does this so you can go get the Zeo yeah. Crystal. Like, well, look, Tommy's going to act like an idiot much later on in this episode. This is just the first inkling uh-huh. of it. But here I kind of get it because, you know, she's still like kind of a newbie ranger and he's, you know, worried about her because he probably kind of starting to have feelings for her probably. I don't know. I didn't bug me that bad. But Tommy's very dumb this whole episode and this is the start of it. Yeah. Tommy's kind of... So here's the thing. On the one hand, I was about to say Tommy's kind of always been a dipshit, but also so is everyone else in the show, really. Yeah. Like, yes. it, but this is... This episode is... The most dipshit he's ever been. (laughs) I've been watching too much Young Justice because I was just thinking, like, forget, like, I know you like her, but the mission's the most important part. (laughs) But the Power Rangers is not like that at all. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Uh, So can can we just like is is the statement I want to be evil kind of hurting anyone else's brain? Because I I keep going back to how that's not she she doesn't say I want to defect to the moon. She says I want to be evil and like. I'm too good, so please turn me evil because I want to be evil. That's that's such a weird sentiment, which I know that she's just pretending, but it's right. weird. Well, it's not that weird of a sentiment. Lots of people want to be corrupted, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I guess that's we should mention this is what we were talking about at the beginning. Uh, they put her in a machine to turn her evil, and that's a thing for some people, in case you were not. <laughs> yeah, and this is- and she's, she's trapped in it while it's turning her evil, and she's like, oh, no, and it's like... Come on, but, guys! <laughs> but they do it in the most just cartoon ass way possible. She stands. Yep. It doesn't She stands matter, on a platform like, with like a yeah. game show ass like meter that says yep. "good." It's neutral, so mean, evil, extremely evil. It was really and then, evil. And then, like, there's a, like she fills she, like this. P- 
pink stuff like slowly like filter goes over her body like she's a thermometer. Yep. Yep. They do it in the dumbest way yeah, possible. It looks like, yeah, she's it's a like a thermometer. thermometer that's filling with evil juice. I guess yeah. basically. Yeah, but the thing is, you can see her slowly turning evil when she's struggling to get out and everything. Like I don't know. Emily is right because <laughs> there's a visual representation of how evil she is becoming. Yep. Yes. So like, which, yeah, which I get apparently it. tracks to height and is they say <laughs> it's irreversible, but it doesn't do anything unless they do the whole thing. So the, I just, I just don't. I, God, I don't know. I, I, listen, I, I'm usually down with rolling with like, hey, whatever you're into, but like, this seems like the least horny thing I've ever seen. And I get, <laughs> no. I, I, I'm Michael. looking at this one like, I can't. What? No, I, I, no, I'm with Mike on this one. I didn't think it was particularly horny, but I get Guys, now as you're I, saying, I like, it, corruption is a like... thing. I get it. But at the same time, I'm with Mike on this one. Also, and mo- yeah, and this is mostly on the tail of like, of the way Rita did it before, where, like, she'd say, no, I'm a good girl, and then, like, zap her, like, no, kitty, you'll do what I tell you. Like, that was extremely horny. Yeah. <laughs> All right? I, I that was saying, unbelievably but horny. Like, but, okay, like... I, I watched this with my girlfriend, and she immediately started teasing me about this. <laughs> she was right. Like, I'm throwing myself under the bus here, but, like, I, I don't know. I think it's horny, and it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I teased... I teach someone else about it who's into it, and they reacted. So, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, like, I, I I can tell you really wanted to have this conversation because we jumped right past how we got to that point, which is <laughs> yeah, that, which that's is okay. which, which is Zed conjures this thing and says Finster made it, which I thought was wild. But also, my big problem here that I noticed had more problem with it than it being horny was that it's called the Revive a Fire, which. Why is that what that's called? It makes people because evil. it's way more evil to call it something that doesn't even suggest that it's going to turn you evil. So that is a trick <laughs> evil no, into it's, it it's, now. It's, okay, the thing is, it only works on people who are already evil at one point. So it's reviving the evil inside them. That's I why it's called. Yes, I don't know. Just just giving your dormant evil a little jolt. So it's it's a recorruptifier. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, well, it's also like a control thing because they say like. It's not just turning her evil. She's like she's gonna step off the pedestal and be like, "Oh man, I'm an evil Power Ranger again." Awesome. They say like, "Oh, she'll never be able to escape from our control again." So there is a mind control thing, I think. Oh, there is. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, and like the idea of it that if it happens, she will never be able to break out of it. That, like, you know, again pushes buttons. <laughs> okay, real quick, real quick. The Ranger Wiki says it's called the Revilifier, but the text says re, and I'm pretty sure. Zed says revivify. Yeah, it definitely like, sounds like he says revive. Maybe that's like uh, looking at the subtitles and then hearing what the word is well, type thing. Re- but it sounds re- like he says revive. Revile ifire would make more yes, sense, but I absolutely. don't think that's what it is. I think that's the thing I, is like the subtitles on on the Netflix for this are so often wrong. I'm on and, and listen, listen. Mm-hmm. We we on this show like talk a lot of shit about how unreliable Ranger Wiki is, and for good reason. But like, the subtitles on this show are even less reliable. That's true. Between the two of them, I'm inclined to believe Ranger Wiki on this. No, one. I'm with no. I mean, I'm with you, Mike. All I'm saying is, I like I th- could have sworn I heard him say "revive well, a I'm, fire." I'm trying to get to him saying it now so I can hear it. Like okay. it's, it's not it's not that important, everyone. We can no, move it's on. Not. But yeah, I so can move on. You guys can move on. I'm just gonna listen to it. The revive fire. The revive fire. The revive fire. So, um, <laughs> they bring up this thing again. It, as mentioned, it literally has like a game show meter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That says like good, mean, 
like nasty. I don't. I, I think it's cruel and then evil mean, and then cruel, like, like evil. extremely evil. Yep. Really yes. evil says. Yes, good. Mean, it was very funny. Cruel, <laughs> evil, very evil. Yeah. Yep. Um. So they they. But it, like, it does straight up look like a fucking uh, Price is Right prop. Yep. Yeah. Right. So so. I don't know what Kat exactly thought was going to happen when she did this. Like, God, she's, she knew she's, she's, was... looking, she's looking down at herself while the corruption raises up her. Like, come on, <laughs> okay. guys. Yeah. Down. Down. <laughs> so, um, they, they, she steps into this thing, like, really doesn't ask any questions. And then she's like, wait, what is this thing again? And then they explain, it will make you evil forever and you can't not be evil anymore. And she's like, oh, well, this was an error. Whoops. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yes, they do mention, like, it only works on people who used to be evil. So, okay, I guess. Man, it's just, th- this show, not a, it's it's not just that it has black and white morality. It's, it's that... They treat morality like a status effect or a, a virus yeah, no, or something. Not, not, yeah, not even like morality. It's just like throughout, like at least the the Zordon era of Power Rangers, good and evil are like quantifiable energies right. a person you can literally, have. Literally, like the the Zeo Crystal literally measures your good. Yeah, yeah and exactly. If you don't have enough good, you can't get it. I mean, it's yeah. like D and D, where in D and D, like certain things like have set alignments and and right. their actual forces. Like a paladin can like detect evil energy and all that stuff. It, it's yeah, like I don't know. Like, yeah, it's dumb and it's like basic, but it makes sense for a children's cartoon show. And well, but yeah. it's, it's also just weird how consistent it is. Like like this goes on yeah. through and through in space. The fact that like oh, you have evil and good energies, and they can like be interchanged depending on stuff. But sometimes you're just born good and then turned evil. Evil, but you could be turned back to good. It's crazy. But like I like like I said, it's like D and D. No, I'm yeah. not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's just. Consa- I'm, I'm surprised how consistent it is. Is what I was. Saying. I will yeah, say that sure. I think in more recent cartoons and, and comics, even for for kids, they they tend to use terms like this is light energy or dark energy because it's just yeah. it, it's not as absolute. Because saying like this thing is evil, period, is like. A little weird, even for kids, because it doesn't... Yeah, because, like, the Rangers have occasionally been shitty to each other, because they learn lessons about, like... (laughs) That's the other thing. There's a million things you can call them out on, and, like, are are, are Bulk and Skull evil? Like, they don't... They're cops, and they do some some shit that is kind of mean sometimes. What is their degree? Like, what percentage of evilness are they? Did they change? Nothing magical happened to them to make them change. So right. chaotic good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe. But that's the, the other thing is like, I don't even think they really ever say like you're 90% good and 10% evil. They say like you're good or you, or you are evil. Yeah. Which is and like, like, they're, yeah. they're going to like Zed says it's irreversible. And later in this episode, they're going to pull cat out of this thing when it's up to her breasts or something about, around there. And it's, and she's going to be fine and not evil at all. But is that, what does what does that mean? That she <laughs> the, the process didn't complete. She, well, no, it's because it the, 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 no, the Zeo crystal saves her. Like that's what. Yeah, Tommy, they suck the. Yeah. they suck it out. Oh, like, okay, like, yeah, like once this starts happening, Tommy's like Zordon. Like they're turning cat evil again. And then he's like, "Don't worry about it. Just go get the crystal. Once you have it, it'll take all the evil out of her." And right. So that's gone. actually what happens right now. Mm-hmm. Tommy is finally like, "Hey, Zordon." This bad thing's happening, and Zordon's like, that's fine. What the fuck are you doing? Go get the crystal, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> 
and then and then and then Zed says, "Oh, I sense a Power Ranger in the palace," and I was like, "You can do that, apparently." Yeah, I, yeah, that's pretty buck wild. Cat snuck up on you in the first part. Also, there's one right there that you're looking at right now. He casted Detect Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So at this point, uh, the, yeah, Zed's like, I I can feel. Uh, oh, also, Cat like totally gets the roots down already. She's like. Whatever, you'll never make me really evil because Tommy will stop you. And it's like, wait, weren't you supposed to be pretending that you wanted this? Okay, never mind, I guess. Sure. It doesn't really matter anymore because she's in the machine she can't escape, which has an irreversible process that is going to be reversed. Also, I think the fact that they know someone else is here kind of means her cover's blown because, like, otherwise she'd have Fair come alone, yeah. I guess. But the thing that happens here that really was interesting to me is that, uh, well, first of all, they say that they immediately know he's going to the Cave of Deception, he's going after the crystal. They even know that immediately, which I thought was a little bit of a jump, but whatever. But the thing that interested me was that they say, uh, like, oh, he can't get the crystal because uh, he used to be evil. And then Kat's like, that's not true. And then he's like, oh, no, Tommy used to be the Green Ranger. Zordon didn't tell you with that, did he? And I was like, so, like, Cat no, know beforehand? No, it's not. No, what? it's not. Okay, so he, what he's saying is that the Zordon didn't tell them is that if you had been evil before, it is a chance of destroying you. No, I thought he was that's saying the part that, that, you, that he didn't. didn't. Oh, I thought no, he was she saying knew about the Green Ranger thing. Because remember, that's actually how Kimberly like gave Cat uh, the pep talk. Was like, don't worry about it. We've all kind of been mind controlled at one point, especially Tommy. Tommy got super oh, evil. Oh, okay. yeah, you're right. I misread it. Continue on. My apologies. Yes. So they get to the Cave of Deception, and and as we mentioned last time, because Simon. Th- or someone was well, it Simon or it, it, it or, is uh, it is I did kind of want to mention that Zordon doesn't tell them that right. very important thing like he always fucking does but like you can see it in a, if you're being generous to Zordon you can say oh he has faith in Tommy that he's going to be able to do it but uh-huh. we shouldn't be generous to Zordon no. right <laughs> well Zordon does tell him real quick before he goes and oh by the way Tommy nothing in here is real be careful right because <laughs> so, someone had mentioned last time like. Wait, does Zard- Zardon not tell him what the Cave of Deception's deal is? And I was like, well, I don't know what it is, but now that you say that, I can guess there's some uh, some illusion shit. And I'm getting, by the way, flashbacks to our favorite episode, Island of Illusion, because that's basically <laughs> the, this again, <laughs> is that they Tommy like imagines, hallucinates uh, bad guys and stuff while he's in the cave. The mm-hmm. best of them is immediately because he... The cave opens and it like the cave wall like splits like Harry Potter style to to let him in mm-hmm. and um he hears Zordon say nothing in this cave is what it appears to be and then Goldar like casually strolls up behind it's, Tommy yep. like, hey like, stop want to fight and then they right. swing at each other a little bit and he disappears yeah mm-hmm. to what but it's so casual there's two things about this that are that are weird one is that like. Tommy hasn't actually gone into the cave yet, so it and it actually wouldn't be unreasonable for Goldar to just show up here. But <laughs> right. you know, because here's listen, some of the other stuff that Tommy's about to get fooled by is like so obviously fake, right? But, like Goldar just being in the evil palace makes some level yep. of sense. Well, no, I'll no, say this: when the cave opens, a bunch of mist spills out. Maybe it's like a hallucinogenic mist, and that hits him. Well, it's magical. I, I mist. feel I feel like you're giving the show a bit too much credit about what the mist is doing. <laughs> I think that's just yeah. evil that's fog. But also, like, if this is supposed to be a bunch of shit to, like, mess with Tommy's head, Goldar is the least threatening thing to Tommy in the world. Well, well, also, that's the thing is, like, the rest of it is, like, 
So the next one is the Rangers tell him he should surrender to Vile. And also, like, Aisha's like, Catherine's totally evil now. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, later yeah. he sees Kat, who tries to talk him into it. Goldar is not, like, a trick. It's just a guy who doesn't mm-hmm. like him. Yep. And, yeah. like, it's not a trick, really. It's just... <laughs> right, but the thing with this is that, like, when Z- when Zordon tells you, don't believe anything you're about to see, and then you fight Goldar, you take one swing at him with Saba, and he turns, disappears, I think I would be pretty much like, oh, it's all fake. Got it. Oh, I get in my it. Head. Yeah. Good. But then he's going to, yeah, be almost tricked, like, two more times, and, mm-hmm. and ne- never clicks in his head. <laughs> He is, he's going to be fooled by just about every illusion here. Mm-hmm. That's to, to some level. Now, in every single one of them, he eventually figures it out, but he'll be fooled at first by basically everything. Does yep. Tommy have 50 first, first dates disease? Because like, he doesn't <laughs> learn anything ever, I feel like. 50 Pretty first much. dates disease! <laughs> yeah, you mean amnesia? What? No, well, well, no. Me, he, means, me. he means where he forgets everything from the previous day. I, I, oh, I'm with, you I'm mean with memento Zach. disease? Like no, the I'm, way... no, I'm with Zach on this reference. I, I, I understood dates, reference. It's specifically the last... Is it just the last day you forget, but you remember yeah. like everything before that? Yeah, so the day before she had her head injury, she remembers everything up to that point. And then so, and then so, her parents craft this whole thing, her, her dad and her brother craft this whole thing to make her live the same day every day. Right, because Tommy doesn't like... He doesn't have like he he knows how to read and everything. He just doesn't <laughs> learn new skills ever. Cause I feel well, like he I, just... may, maybe this like thing has like a thing where like you have to roll against will and it like affects <laughs> oh, okay. your mind. So it makes Emily, it makes you, it Emily, makes your mind a little Emily, foggy. Emily, Power Rangers is not D anD D. I no, need you to know this. This episode is very D anD D. I do like that that Emily's. Uh, Theory is also based on failing a will save, just like the corruption stuff. I was just have to say, if you keep if every time we're like, this is weird, and you're like, well, it makes sense because it ha- it's like this in D and D. I'm like, I, it's wish not it was. I think it makes sense because Tommy's an imbecile. Okay, without saying the D and D stuff, maybe this thing has a thing that clouds your mind and makes the yeah, illusions a little fair. bit more susceptible to you, even if yeah. you kind of know. Like that's fair. I it's, just like, it's like when you're in a dream, you might know that you're sleeping and that you're in a dream, but you might still get fooled by the stuff in the dream because you're not at your full. Mental and capacity. I, I'm just making a bullshit to defend the show. It's just a bad show. I'm just oh, like, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I yeah, just want to agree on this. That, that Tommy really feels like he doesn't learn stuff, like For consistently sure. across yeah, the show. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We we were we were talking about like this really contrasts to the talking about things from earlier because we're like, oh yeah, Tommy is the is the ranger everybody likes. He's the veteran. He's been through so much. He's the hardened warrior. He's an idiot. Let's be clear. He's a fucking moron. People like Tommy because he had the coolest shit, period. Like, that's Uh why people like Tommy. Sorry. Yeah, Tommy's Uh, not popular because he's, like, the best written character in all power. He's the most incredible art. He's just, like, everyone... From the height of the show's popularity in the 90s, everyone was like, he's the cool one, and I care about him the most, obviously. Yep. This is not not a secret. So, no. Speaking um, of which, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. uh, we, go to, we go to this cave, and then the rangers like give their story, like, we need to just surrender, Tommy. Like, like especially the way the, the fake Rocky delivers is like, this is my dog, Viking Times. You're fake. And then fucking Green Ranger Tommy mm-hmm. shows up, uh-huh. and it's like, but they would join sides with evil, and then they fight a bit. Well, they don't fight. They run at them and disappear. I was really surprised they got the Green Ranger shoot out of storage. And the old shitty foam shield, even. Yeah, the old and the old shield. I'm so surprised they actually yep. took the time to get that out of storage. I gotta give yep. them props. This show, it wishes so much it had held on to the Green Ranger. It wishes so, so much. Every chance they get, 
to bust that costume out so Tommy could fight his inner demons. Yeah. Yep. It, it's funny because, like, I guess it would just be too hard, but, like, story-wise, nothing ever happens to the Dragonzord. Like, anytime you bring Tommy back, you could bring the Dragonzord back, but yep. I guess you'd have to build the model and everything. It would have to be a robot fight on the moon, which would be way too cool. Let's be real, Zach, in this new comic that's coming out, I guarantee you he's gonna get the Green Ranger powers back at some point. Of and then he's gonna he will. And, and he's gonna he's gonna summon the dragons or because they don't have to pay to make the model again. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Didn't they name oh, it like Heart happen. of the Dragon or something? Yeah, so it's the Soul of the Dragon. It's, Soul of the yeah. the dra- I I'm I'm betting my money right now the Dragon Zord will be appear and then he's just gonna be like, Yeah, it's just been sitting under the sea forever. Oh, oh my god. I would I would love it if instead of living with Cat, he was like living out of the Dragon Zord under the water. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Like, but it's up, mean, on, it's up on, like, concrete blocks, though. Yeah. <laughs> <It's all laughs> well, I was going to say, like, not only does it call Soul of the Dragon, but the O in Dragon is the Dragon coin. Like, of yeah. course. Yep. Great. Yeah, like... I, I wonder if they're gonna be if they're gonna make it like a whole thing about how he gets the coin back, or if he's just gonna like dig up his clone Tom, like because he's probably buried somewhere <laughs> and like just uh-huh. take it off of him because that's right. Yeah, Zymont. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so at this <laughs> yeah, so point, then we get we get illusions of Rita and Catherine. There's two. There's two separate illusions of Catherine in this sequence, mm-hmm. and that kind of comes to nothing. Really quickly before that, so there's the. Oh no, you're right. There's a there is a Rita and. Uh, and cat illusion immediately yes. where he's like, Oh no, they're not. It's not real. She's not, she would never turn evil. Then we cut to the, Wait, uh, hang on, Rita. I just want to point out. Rita has a fantastic line here, which is she walks out with Catherine and she says, you, you're too late. Tenga bait. And I laughed yeah. way too hard. Yes. That's it's, a great line. It's pretty good. That, that is pretty good. Um, so then, uh, yeah, cat is like your true nature is evil. And I'm like, well, he wasn't evil on per- like by choice to begin with. It's not like they he was already like controlled in the I mean, right. they're just trying to fuck with his head. Like, yeah, yeah, really yeah but but Mike, to your point about how like the show really w- wishes it held on to the Green Ranger and stuff. I think that's true, but I think honestly here they're really using it to like play into the character of Tommy to be like no, Tommy is good no matter his past, that whole thing. Like like they don't fight like the Green Ranger doesn't fight Tommy at this point. Right. I think that stuff is pretty good. Like Return of the Green Ranger is definitely that, them trying to yeah. milk more out of the green ranger this is actually using like the past of the character to inform him today and like i gotta give the show i want to give the show a little credit here on that i don't know i I, maybe i'm just being cynical oh no i'm definitely just being cynical but (laughs) i kind of have to at this point like i still feel like they're just gonna bust out the green ranger whenever they can well probably um so what i'll say that is later they he grabs this well we'll talk about when when we get there it does play into the the climax so right uh, he goes like, no, this isn't real. Okay, great. More illusions. They disappear. We cut to the command, uh, not the command center, the ninja megazord. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which, so, okay. Zed and Rita stole the falcon zord and then they stopped using the ninja zord. Yep. Yeah. And they kept saying like, it's cause we don't have the falcon zord. They don't have the Falcon Zord. No, but they're simulating it with the, the remote. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, Billy, right, Billy right, made I the forgot. thing to simulate the Falcon Zord. Also, can't they form the Ninja Megazord without the Falcon? Like, can't the Falcon Th- add that's on That's been really unclear. I feel yeah. like they've said they can't, and then they have, and I thought, then... I, I thought, based on what, like, did, like Zordon said, like, oh... 
cat we're not sure how you'll handle in a zord i thought it was because they couldn't use the crane and that's the head like the important part so they couldn't do it until cat figured out how to do a zord sure i I will also say this very first shot of the ninja zord straight up has the falcon zord on its back (laughs) even though they don't have it yet like they will get it in this episode but uh, they just didn't (laughs) does it Yes, the, at the very Whoa. first shot. If you go to let's see, five. But uh, so, uh, but so they get in the Ninja Megazord and they start engaging the monster. And Billy says, "Like, oh, we're not as powerful. I guess it did drain the Ninja Megazord." And I was like, "I thought the whole reason you moved to the Ninja Megazord because it didn't get drained, but it yeah, also well, now he, it did." He said it didn't, and then he turned out to be wrong. So there I you guess. Go. Well, because yeah. yeah, because they were worried that because they're connected that, that they would drain both, but they were like maybe it didn't, and then they move on to it. And like, okay, well, I guess it got drained a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. And then also during this fight, like, I, I mean, it's a fine fight, whatever. But just like it's weird that it keeps cutting between the Globber and Master Vile, like punching mm-hmm. for the like. It's like he's like puppeteering the Globber, which I yeah, thought they was don't weird. set that up, but it happens yeah. enough in in Power Rangers that I did doesn't really like bother me or anything. It's just weird because like the Globber was like a totally autonomous uh, monster. Like it was no sign that it needed Master Vile to be controlling it. But then it's just right. like yeah, yeah, give him the old one two Globber, and I'm like, what? All right. right. He's just giving it orders, keeping up his APM, like making sure he right clicks on that Ninja Megazord like 15 times a minute or a second or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So they fight. Uh, I, I think the fight is pretty good. There's actually some like, there's something I don't think I recall seeing, which is the camera is like down in yeah. the, the quote unquote buildings and it like moves sideways as they fight, which is yeah, kind it's of almost at civilian eye level kind of, but still a little high, but whatever yeah it's pretty cool it's cool uh so yeah they fight for a while i I think they don't nothing really like it gets resolved they just fight for a bit yep um they get punched in the bear nose which is always funny to Mm -hmm. me that they put a face on the chest uh then we cut back up to the moon tommy uh sees cat again a second time which is a crystal first yes yes he does get to the crystal but I, I'm confused here because wasn't the crystal underneath Krispy Kreme? <laughs> That's a different CEO crystal. <laughs> the, the Krispy Kreme on the moon. Yeah, like there's yeah. a Krispy Kreme inside okay. the palace. Okay. Well, no, uh, no, no. Oh, well, you mm, know, you know, you know what it is is that they say that it was once a fortress of good. The palace used to be a Krispy Kreme, and then it got taken <laughs> yeah, over. They by remodeled Eva. the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> what if, what if, what if um, because of union strikes, Zed put a Krispy Kreme inside the the palace? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they, they need a place to chill. <laughs> I, I would love a, a Krispy Kreme run by like Squat and Babu because they're, they're not doing anything. That's probably why we don't see them that much. Because yep. they're running the Krispy Kreme in the castle. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, they got—they have to feed the Tengas. The Tengas are living beings. They're not like the clay monsters. They got to feed the Tengas somehow. It's true. Right. So at this point, they say, like, Cat's like, quick, you've got to stop Master Vile. He's about to talk to take the Zeo Crystal. And then it, like, pans over and Master Vile's like, it is me, Master Vile. I will take the Zeo Crystal. Wait, <laughs> wait, Tommy, wait. Does, have the Rangers seen Master Vile at this point? I think no. on the viewing globe. Should Tommy know what he looks like? Yeah, they saw him on the viewing Yeah, globe. they think they should him on the oh, viewing Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But then uh, Tommy is like, okay, I understand that you're in a palace of illusion, but Tommy makes a pretty big fucking gamble because he's like, no, I'll just let him take it because I bet he's not real. <laughs> also, we know that the crystal he, destroys he anything evil. Yeah. So. He couldn't get yeah. it if he tried. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um. 
So he just like sits there. Master Vile kind of reaches for it and then just vanishes. Yep. Um. Then Cat is like, Cat who previously was just like, oh, I'm here, I escaped, like blah blah blah. Eventually, once the the Master Vile image doesn't work, she's like, give up, Tommy. You are too evil to approach the Zeo Crystal. Like, what is she? Is she like the spirit of the cave or of the crystal? Like, why are they? I think like... that's just an illusion that's trying to like sap his will. It's, it's the cave trying to tell him to stop because that's the whole yeah. purpose of the cave. Because yeah. that's, that's the only actual defense that the cave has against good people coming and taking the crystal is to convince them that they can't do it. But yeah, it's, yeah. His, yeah. it's his like self doubt, I yeah. guess. Like, yeah. Um, but this is actually kind of a like I mean, like I said, this show's not good, but this is like good for Power Rangers as like a nice like end to Tommy's arc. Yeah, and, I think and, it's and I'm, okay. I'm surprised this isn't like the end of season three because like I actually saw this clip of Tommy taking the Zeo crystal on YouTube like a while back as a recommended video, and I assumed it was from the end of this season, and it like it's not, and I I don't know, it would have made a pretty it, good season finale to have him like finally yeah. like take out his demons fully and take the crystal back not that they've been affecting him because again this isn't that yeah. good of a show but it's still kind of a nice ending to his arc yeah it's kind of the end of the season sort of <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean they still have to get turned into kids and then that's the end of the season there there's there's basically two more episodes that or three more episodes no two after the, the end of the, this yeah. arc um, one is like nothing, and then one of them turns them babies. Yep. Uh, yeah, range of babies. Uh, so, so yeah, what happens is like he is. <laughs> you just threw out the words ninja babies and then moved on before yeah. anyone. Well, could I said react. ranger babies, but I like ninja babies also. Who's, I mean, uh-huh. who's, who's the nanny in the ranger babies universe? Is it Rita? It's Zordon, but, Zordon. You, but you just see his yeah, legs. But he, yeah, but he doesn't have legs. He's already just ahead. Like that's the you one. You see thing. the bottom of a tube. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um. So the you see like flashbacks of all the bad shit that the Green Ranger did because the setup is like, well, is his p- past going to make him too evil to grab the crystal? And like, it's corny, but I think it works okay because yeah. it is a goodness test, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I, I like how the show illustrates to us Tommy flashing back to his most evil moments with two. Ex- excerpts. The first one is him ripping the panels off the command center, and the second one is socking Trini in the face. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he punched Trini so hard she fell out the Megazord. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then it immediately starts showing the Green Ranger fighting with the Rangers. Yep. Because, uh, like, his goodness is... And then it shows... Remember, you were only evil for, like, five episodes and then good for the rest of it, so it's fine. Right. And then shows him as the White Ranger... Um, and then eventually, yeah, like we, we cut, uh, and uh, wait, there's a weird shot. I'm trying to remember what it is. Oh yeah. So Tommy eventually like gets it. The evil cat disappears. Mm -hmm. Um, he goes, yeah, I did it. And then he like does a cool, cool guy flip the crystal around for some reason. The incredibly powerful magical artifact. Yeah. Well, he needs to be able to point it in the next scene. Right. Is the thing. Because then he teleports up, we get a really good look at that good, mean, cruel, evil, really evil meter. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kat is apparently just moving on from mean to cruel, and she has the evil all the way up to her shoulders. But I guess it makes sense that most of the evil would be in the brain. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, sure. Uh, it's like it's like fifty percent in the crotch and fifty percent uh-huh. in the head, basically. God damn it! Uh, so, guys, so, sorry. This the weird sparkly effects going on around her feet. Like this show's had some really dumb special effects in its time, but this might be the silliest. It's really goofy looking. Uh, Tommy teleports up, and he's like. Cat, get ready, and then he sucks all the evil off of her into the Zeo crystal. It slurps it up like a straw. Yep. Yeah. It's so fucking goofy. Y- you-, you know what Tommy might do here if he wasn't a dumb shit? He might go think fast and touch the crystal at Zed and Rita right there, who are right there and would die if they touched it. Well, he might no, want no, to try not, doing no, he, that. No, it's out of the it's out of the force field now. Now anyone can have it. Now anyone can hold it. Oh, I thought the crystal by its nature. Like, no, no, because no, it's gonna no, get it's, it's gonna get field. it's gonna get taken by bad guys uh, later. Like, so it's yeah. just the force field. Yeah. So Sorry. so last episode, I got really grumpy about the fact that the rangers were just in their palace, and no, or no, it was Ninjor escaped, and they just kind of stared at him and didn't mm-hmm. do yeah, anything. Yeah. This is even worse because, mm-hmm. like, Zed and Rita, the two most powerful people that we have seen in the show up to this point, Except, basically, I guess, Vile. Yeah, right, right there. Uh, are just like, no, don't take the don't take the Falcons. No, don't take it. <laughs> like, they just fucking <laughs> stand there. Also, how does Tommy know that that's the Falcon Zord? Because it's turned into a bird, it's in its cage, but it's also under, like, a tarp. Yeah, it's got a sheet uh-huh. over it for dramatic yeah. reveal purposes. <laughs> yeah. How does he know it's the Falcon Zord? He doesn't know that Zed turned into a bird. I mean... Mm-hmm. That's a good Maybe. point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but no, he puts his hand on it, and I do like Catherine's, like, so he's like, we're out of here. And Kat just does like a cheers and like a little yeah. wave. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good. good, that's a good would be a middle finger if uh, was not a kid's show, basically. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, like yeah. I like Kat. I do. I like do her. too. I think Kat <laughs> is fine. Yeah, I, I yep. like her just fine. Um, So they teleport out. Uh, and then they're we like, cut what? two black goop on the ninja's sword. Well, hold on, because first Zed is like, why didn't you stop them? And then Rita, oh. like, falls over upset. And I'm like, yeah, yep. I mean, yes. Why didn't, so Zed, why didn't you stop them? Remember that time yeah, you kicked Tommy's true. ass? Yeah. Uh, so, go ahead. Sorry, what? Simon, no, I was going to talk about the black goop on the ninjas or at okay, this point. Do it. Because, yeah. talk okay, do it. Okay, so we cut to, like, the gloober tossing black goop <laughs> at the ninja sword, and then the falcon sword comes in. Yeah, and the, it's really gross. I totally yeah, like it, gross, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks... It's just the way that it kind of squirts onto the Ninja Megasword looks real I gross. I feel bad for the stage crew who has to clean that costume after. It's <laughs> weird to me that they introduce a villain that's higher than Zed and Rita, whose main monster is a goo-based monster. Uh-huh. And they just did... Ivan Ooze in the movie. I don't know. It's like a it's like a goop based monster again. For I some mean, reason, goop, that just goop makes is the me... purest form of evil 
possible Girl. that you can possibly attain. Have you, so. have you seen Ghostbusters 2, Zach? That's yeah. true. Well, well, that, no, that's not evil. It's just reactive yeah. to emotions. Exactly. So. Yeah. I thought it was. Ne- I thought it was. I thought it was negatively charged slime, and it was. It like, was negatively charged, charged because it was under emotions. because it was under 1980s New York, and everybody's grumpy. So that yeah, it was but negatively it was like charged. it was like evil slime. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, but it's not like intrinsically evil. Well, I'm <laughs> saying the river when they find it is evil, and yes, they yes. positively charge some later. We, okay, this is a Power Rangers podcast. I'm not doing Ghostbusters deep lore. Let's move on. <laughs> they do dance. They do a dance. So yeah, okay. They move. Uh, the the Falcons are talking about should we, should we add Ghostbusters two to Fern Gully as potential movies for Christmas? No, because I don't want to watch Ghostbusters two again. To be completely honest, I'll, I'll watch Ghostbusters two. I love Ghostbusters two. It's called Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Well, there's goo in it. Toe. Yeah. Listen, so, I I like Ghostbusters two, and we should do it and get Joe on it. Let's let's guys. Uh, what happens next? <laughs> I don't okay. want to talk about Ghostbusters two anymore. So so what happens next is I guess Your they. Love. I guess they take t- me high. God damn it. Yeah. I guess they I guess they turned how did they turn the Falcon back into a Falcon Zord? Because um, they just show up in the Falcon Zord. Oh, they have the Zeo Crystal, sure? so that did it. Cat throws out this line about how like the Zeo Crystal is safe in the Falcon Zord's engine. Excuse me? Yeah, and uh, the engine room. And they're calling this out for a specific reason, and they reinforce it like two more times in between the reason it becomes important later. Hey, remember but, that we for some reason aren't just holding it. Yeah. That seems uh-huh. like considering <laughs> that the fact that Cat isn't doing anything and is just right. sitting over Tommy's shoulder. So the Falcon Zord shows up and blasts the globber, and then it forms the ninja. Mega Falcon Zord, they do their super move and knock the Globber down, yep. and it seems like everything's going to be great, and then the Globber gets back up, and oh no, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Kendall Hallman. You may remember me from such podcasts as Let's Place, Let's Place, and that episode of Teenagers with Attitude that Matt didn't like. Did you also know that I'm on a podcast called War and Beast? I'll let our host Greg describe the show. Welcome to War and Beast, the podcast that doesn't spoil the entire series in its commentary track. Sometimes just wonders what the hell the animators were thinking when they were making character designs. <laughs> it's the podcast that when it's not in whiny emo teen mode, it's in survivor guilt mode. Okay, maybe Greg needs to work on his elevator pitch. Along with our friends Emily and Jordan, we've deconstructed every episode of the classic 1990s Transformers cartoon Beast Wars and are working on the sequel series Beast Machines. Catch us every Monday on AudioEntropy.com, iTunes, or the podcatcher of your choice. So the Globber monster rises from the grave and then he says, I'm just getting started. And then he turns into a horrific Globber yeah. mm-hmm. ninja gestalt thing. I kind of like, like this design. Actually. Its lips are very disturbing to me. It's like yeah. blue lips. I don't know. So, weirds me so out. So basically it gets like the gloves and the boots and like a weird version of ninja chest piece with the in 
and also shoulder pads, the sword, and then like a broken visor, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cool idea because like we've seen a lot of times in this show where it's like we've stolen your powers or I've stolen your powers or whatever. But this is the first time where it's like, yeah, I stole your powers and now like I look kind of like you a little yeah. bit. Um, and I'm like as powerful as the thing I stole. Yeah, like, I don't, like I'm not just holding them. Like I'm. Yeah, they fight them. this guy for a while, and it doesn't go really well. Like the Globber is one of the toughest monsters I think they've. they've well, because fought. Ninja is like way stronger than they are. <laughs> right, so, which is hilarious. Yeah, Ninja's uh, power. Yeah, so they start the fight with just Ninja and, or I'm sorry, just the Globber and mm-hmm. um, the Ninja Megazord, and it goes real bad for about an, a minute because. Seriously, at the beginning of this fight, the ninja, the, oh my god, this is gonna be hard for my stupid mouth. The ninja Megazord just takes it in the face for like, he doesn't even try to block. In the bear face, specifically. In the bear yeah. face, yeah, not yeah. the head face, the bear mm-hmm. face. Um, like, the, he just gets hit on the nose a bunch. Um, and then we get a quick scene of Ninjor being like, no, stop. And, uh, M- uh, Master Vile is like, no, I'm going to use your powers to murder the Power Rangers. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Billy says the Shogun Megazord's power is back up. So they summon it with mm-hmm. the remote control. Uh, and then they've got, uh, two Megazords. I'm sorry. It's just, this is something that's going to happen a lot in later seasons because like, as you touched on before, Meg- like they get like five megazords per season and like yeah. on a surface level it's cool that you know two megazords uh is you know cooler than one pretty much and i and i admit it doesn't necessarily apply because they're using a special remote and they're actually explaining it but i like hate in later power Ranger seasons where they're just like okay you hop in the megazord like with one person like one person can pilot the whole megazord pretty much and, like, the other four are the rest of us. And I'm like, then what's the point of ever having more than one person in your Megazord? It's interesting because I think in Dino Charge, that one is in, kind of different because, like, certain Zords are just Megazords by themselves. Like, they say right. that. So it's like, okay, I get why the Gold Ranger just pilots his own Megazord because mm-hmm. it is a Megazord. I get yeah. that. Yeah, but well, that's then, not, yeah, some, not, yeah, not like Six Ranger stuff where, like, it's just their Zord for them. Right, but then sometimes... Like, yeah, it's just like, I guess only one person can pilot, the, which to me is like saying one person can drive a, a whole boat, like a pirate ship by themselves. I'm like, I don't think you can do that. I think you need well, help. Right. Like, like once we get into like battleizer stuff, a lot of the time, like the Red Ranger will get their own Megazord that they can pilot and then they'll put like uh, the Blue Ranger in the first Megazord and then the Yellow Ranger in like the second Megazord. And I'm like, if you can have as many Megazords as possible only piloted by one person, then what's the point of not doing this all the time? Mm-hmm. And like I said, that doesn't necessarily apply here, but it gave me some like uh, flashbacks of like, why did I, it's so stupid when I do that. But anyway, sorry, go on. <laughs> well, I mean, it's okay. you, you have to, it takes time to acquire five giant robots. Right. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they need to, to build them first. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. so... I wonder, I actually didn't check. Um, do you know, do either, do anybody here know if this is the first Sentai with two Megazords? Um, cause well, it's later, it's, it's, a, it's the first Power Ranger season, for sure. Well, yeah. it's definitely what, the first Power what, Ranger season. Wait, what about like the, the White Tiger Megazord? Well, no, that's like, like a, that's like a sixth Ranger one. We're talking about one that like has yeah. the pieces 
come together. I mean, I guess you could kind of say the Dragon Dragonzord battle mode is a well, separate. Well, see, Megazord, that's like but... different modes, but it still incorporates the same robot. Like, yeah, I think we're saying is... like they have a separate set of oh, robots that make a set. separate. Okay, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah, and I yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the first Power Ranger season where it's like that. But I don't yeah. think because 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 as we've mentioned before. This is going to ramp up. There are seasons where they got like fucking four or five mm-hmm. different Megazords. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Wait, they... so does Cocky Ranger not have a sixth Ranger? Now no. That it, like, that just hit me? No, it's supposed it to be Ninjor. Yeah, Ninjor is their sixth but... Ranger, pretty much. Ninja Man, as he's called. Ninja him. Man, yes. yeah. Yes. So, um, speaking of Ninja Man, uh, they fight for a little while. They start to take over the fight. And then Ninjor, like, chained up, just appears on a roof. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, I thought he was in, like, the ship. And then Master Vile... Now, I can like, actually buy this. I think I can buy Master Vile bringing him out for the Rangers to see. Because, like... So, right. the, the trick here is is that uh, Globber is linked to Ninjor. And so, whenever the Rangers hurt Globber, they also hurt Ninjor. Yes, exactly. The thing is, mm-hmm. that threat doesn't mean anything if the Rangers don't know about it. Right. So, they, so. so Master mm-hmm. Vile, like, throws him on a roof and they... It it is kind of goofy because like once they realize it, you see these two giant robots reacting to the tiny man on the roof, and mm-hmm. it looks pretty goofy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh wait, no. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Master Vile comes down and explains it explicitly, uh, and then he's like, "Okay, Globber, no." It is actually funny because he's like, "Every time you hurt Ninja, or you hurt your friend." Okay, Globber, now murder them. It's like, yep. wait, hold on. Don't you want to use that to torture them a little? Or no, I mean, that, they, they can use that to dissuade them from beating back at Globber while yeah, yeah, he kills exactly. them. Yeah, yeah. Also, is this the first time we've seen Vile's goofy-ass appearance magic effect thing? Because it's like cartoon snakes that are blue oh, and yellow. Yeah. I don't think we talked about it. Yeah, so we had mentioned before how, like, I feel like lately uh, the different monsters have all, like the moon crew all have their own teleport effect where we said like, uh, um, um, oh my God, Rito, like his head shows up first and then the rest of his body and stuff like that. Master Vile is like, he has these two little snakes that are like a scarf around his neck and they glow and then like a bunch of cartoon snakes come out of it and that's his like teleport effect. I like it. It's super goofy, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Master Vile's a little goofy inherently. I, I, I assume we've also gone yeah. over Master Vile's glasses. He's got glasses, glasses. on. He's, yeah. he's also got, like, the weird things coming out of his, apparently, side of his head. He drives around in a big ship of his head. Does anyone mm-hmm. else, like, think that Master Vile's head looks like a judge's gavel? Because that's what I, for some reason, I'm always <laughs> I, I like. Mean, I could see that. I, I, I wasn't I here last episode, so I'm wondering if you guys talked about his relation in Captain Ranger at all. If, like, I was like, we, know, I'm not, we mentioned I'm not, he's the big bad guy, but I don't think we said too much about him. His name's Mike. Dai Mao, which apparently Dai means big and Mao means Demon King. Okay. So, like, I, and, like, Rito's, like, version in Sentai is called Young Noble Jr. So I'm wondering if, like, Rito. Is actually like if Young Noble Junior is Dai Mao's kid, is that's why they did it in this like that? I don't know. That's a good maybe question. Well, I, I, he could he, he could possibly be that that character's kid in the Sentai too. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think we haven't gone I, that far I, yet. I, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think like it, it's probably a safe assumption that like at least Rita was adopted by Master Vile because Rita is no. a human. Like no, like she can't be. 
Oh, uh, Rita's offspring. offspring. I was gonna say Rito yeah, yeah. is because he explicitly calls him his offspring in the last episode. Yeah. So I, mean, I like. Listen, uh, we've we said it before, but like, who the fuck knows? They're all yeah. space aliens. Like, well, mm-hmm. well, no, no, but that's what I'm saying. Is Rita ha- is human because she survives? She gets purified into a human yes. at the end of in space. Oh, like, I guess and, that's true. And, and, and to be fair, sp- as we learned it in space, he, he So wait, is Zed a human too? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, and and then in the first in, in the last episode, he got his skin burned off by the Zed is a human that lost his skin at some point. This is that's fucked up. He lost yep. it trying to get the Zeo crystal. They said that yeah. in the last yeah. episode. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. fucked. It's really bad. I don't like it. <laughs> and, and, and but we learned that humans do exist on other planets aside from just Earth. So she could yep. still be a quote unquote alien, but she is a canonically a human, pretty much. Huh. Yep. Okay. I mean, there's the possibility that humans didn't originally come from Earth, so... That's true, you know, but, but I'm just saying, yeah, but I'm saying in the planet, like, in the galaxy, there are other planets aside from yeah. Earth that have humans on them. Right. So... What if... What if Mesterval uses the word offspring not because they actually spawned from him, but because he's just really into the offspring? <laughs> God damn it. Like, I was smashes like some, his favorite CD. Yeah, I was like, somehow this is gonna go towards the fucking band, and I don't know how yet. <laughs> that See, he, he became evil because he, he heard that track Genocide, but he missed the point. <laughs> yeah, sure. God. And all Quality the readers good. say, I'm pretty fly for a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> these, these kids aren't alright, I'll tell you that. No, much. they're not. They suck. So mm-hmm. at this point, uh, they fight for a little bit longer, um, and then like they keep. S- it's it's funny because they're like, "Well, we can't hurt Ninjor," and then the Shogun Megazord just uses its finishing move on the Globber. It's like, wait, I thought you were worried about this, but okay, I guess not so much. Which and, again, you know, the quick season three opinion. I'm not a huge fan of the Shogun Sword. Its finishing move is so rad, guys. It is very it. good. Yeah. It's fire a very sword. good finishing it's move. Rad. Yeah, Firefish Sword. Yeah, Firefish Sword. They Firefish Sword the Globber, and then they they immediately the robots turn to see if that killed Ninjor. They're like, hold on, <laughs> let me check. Oh, he's still alive. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> like we think Ninjor can take this, but we're not sure. But we kind of have to try. So here we go. Do they fire their finishing move at the Globber after learning that? Well, no, uh, that's that's what I'm saying. They cool. just use it. It just oh. it doesn't kill him. So like <laughs> they, they, yeah, it doesn't kill the Globber or Ninjor. Um, then Master Vile shows up again, and. Well, I'm saying that the, 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 they use the finishing move like before Ninjor was on the scene. They, they don't use it after that. Oh, you're right. I got things mixed out of uh, order. I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, you're I, right. I, I my my bad. So so yeah. So then then um the the Glabber really turns it on and he totally knocks out both uh yep. both Zords. The Rangers go flying out I'm so, of. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> The Glober really turns it on. Yeah, Excuse he turns me? it on. He he, he, he turns up, up the heat. Turns on his he turn, like he turns up play the heat. serious. He goes red. He I'm really feeling his... it. Yeah, he's <laughs> in the zone. He's in in the zone. That's what's happening. I don't see why you're fucking shit talking my specific choice of words. But, uh, <laughs> you so, keep making weird ones. Okay, well you know I don't have to answer to you. So at this <laughs> point the the. Uh, Glober like murders. The- Do the Zords- he hits them a bunch with his sword with the handle that's really long. Yeah, and he sh- he shoots lightning at them and like zaps the. Yeah, the- he knocks he he knocks them down and knocks, he knocks the them out of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so 
then he like grows this his like feeding tentacle things again that he used to suck out Ninja's power. And he's about to suck the 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 last power out of the Metazords. What? I'm sorry, but I'm, this is a Kakuranger related thing. I'm really curious how they have both the Shogun Zord and the Ninja Megazord out, since the the heroes have to turn into the Shogun Zords to make the Shogun Megazord. How are they both oh. piloting the Ninja Megazord and becoming Zords? That's a good question. You'll have to watch, it. Yeah. watch more of the show. <laughs> yeah, tell us when you find out. Well, yeah, but so the thing is. Based on the description we got from Ranger Wiki, this this episode gets a whole lot more complicated in in the Cocker Ranger because at some point it doesn't just steal Ninja Man's powers like the the Globber and like we won't see the equivalent of this until part three, but it also steals like every Cocker Ranger's powers except the red one. Okay. Yeah. 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 So so I'm a little confused yeah, about what this happens. Is, this, because... this is really weird. It's it doesn't make sense because like. Uh, they're all the Zords are all laying out, all broken, beaten, and then Master Vile's like, "Oh, bro, you're it's gonna drain the power from your Zords, and then I'm gonna send them to the M51 galaxy or whatever where I live, and they'll be they're lost forever." I don't know what he says specifically. And then the Globber like goes, and then they disappear, and then he like trips, and then he's like, "Ha, I sent them away," and I'm like, "But did, didn't you want him him to absorb their power? Wasn't right. that your plan?" It, it, it's it's one of those things where they have to match it to what it. What happens in the foot in the footage, and it's a little confusing. Well, to um, me, it, look, it looks like they got away, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. But, like, but, then, but then Master Vile says a second later, like, "No, haha, I sent them away," and I was like, "Yeah, but they, he didn't get to absorb their power." Like, what? Right? Yeah, I don't know. But um, I, I do like that the Falcon Zord gets multiple reaction shots. Yeah, yes. it's really sad. Yeah. It's really sad. He's just like, Meh. my buddies. Uh, the Globber gets small to fight the Rangers. He yep. starts sucking their powers out, mm-hmm. and then they, they're they like, oh, God, he's murdering us. Time for the metallic armor that kids can buy. Yep. And they use the metallic armor. They get glittery for a second, and it yeah. doesn't do shit. It doesn't do anything, really. <laughs> yeah, they insist that it saved them. But yep. like Their basic logic is their power's being drained, so we need more power. And so right. they do that. But well, then they, it just they, gives they, them more power it, to drain. They're like, what? Well the armor is a defense upgrade, right? So they're like they're like, oh it'll it'll protect us, and it kinda does a little bit, but then it doesn't, and they're like, Oh shit, we gotta we gotta like all work together now, which was what they were doing before. And they should have said, like, yeah. let's combine our powers. Because what they do is they do like a solar flare at him and then run away. Well, now, so- Using the shininess of their armor. Right. Now listen, (laughs) while we're too busy overthinking the the shiny armor, we we really should take a moment to talk about the fact that the Globber grows giant floppy hands. Yes, they're (laughs) big floppy hand tentacles. They're very gross. I don't like them. Um and and he that's what he's using to like suck their powers out. Uh Master Vile comes down to say like Hey, y'all are super dead. It's going to be awesome. Also, I'm going to throw a party. Okay, bye! And then he leaves. <laughs> um, the Globber is laughing, and... Okay, I, I want to say something. There is a lot... Well, I mean, they go ahead. Like, there's a you're lot on a podcast, of them, you can say things. They say, like, what should we do, like, nine times? They don't try to punch him once or shoot him <laughs> or use any of their weapon like they're just like what should we do we're getting ruined and it's like hit- i don't know hit him just, just standing here and not doing anything to stop this monster isn't working out for us we're out of ideas just fucking punch him god damn it 
<laughs> but I they just, can't get close to him because he's draining them. I, I, but the guns, I don't know why they're not using those. That's I, a good I, point. I guess it's just it is more it's, obvious. It's not, it's not even an, it's not even a a, a a Matt classic. You know, just use your guns situation. It's a just do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah, you Try have, a thing. S- Saba could fly around and shoot lasers or whatever Saba does. Well, they, like, they, that's they a thing. They, they shine the armor at it. Right, so, so actually <laughs> that's what they do. They they use a, a solar flare, as you said, uh, yep. and it, for some reason, knocks the hands off of... So I guess the, like, weird tentacle hands were, like, an upgrade because they just, like, fall off. Yeah. And then he has normal hands under it. Um and they're like, okay, now is our cue to get the fuck out of here, because uh, this monster is really kicking their butt. Mm-hmm. Um, so they teleport away. The Globber gets really up. The Globber is like, oh man, Master Vile is gonna be real mad at me. Like mm-hmm. it's, I kind of dig that his reaction. Mm-hmm. The Globber's voice is great too. He's like, <laughs> I hate it. It's gross. Yeah, I don't like but, it either. But yes, I under I understand what you mean uh, in terms of like it's a good it fits him. I just hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Eric, can you put some of the Glabber's voice lines in? This, uh, you put in this bit where he's mad about how the Rangers are gone and now Master Vile's going to be upset. Hey, where did they go? Come back, Rangers! I'm not done finishing you yet. Master Vile's really gonna be mad at me. Oh, no! Um. So we cut to this the head ship, the skull. Yep. And everyone... The Castlevania final boss ship. Right. All the monsters are there. The moon crew. Why is Zed upset? Is it because... Because he didn't win. Yeah, he oh, did it oh, like... Yeah, it cause... wasn't him that won. It was Vile, yeah. his father-in-law. And yeah. he kind of hates that whole family. Well, also we should say, we kind of glossed over it. The reason they kept pointing out that the Zeo Crystal was in the Falcon Zord's engine room is because now that Master Vile has taken the Falcon Zord, he now yeah. has the Zeo Crystal. They don't know where the Zords are also, they right. said. And, yeah. and Zed wanted the Zeo Crystal as well, so that he's just bummed that his father-in-law showed up and and ruined his whole scene, pretty yeah. much. So this this actually calls back to the uh, to the whole thing that everyone wants to forget about, except me, uh, the fucking Masked Rider three-parter, which is that Zed, like, gets extremely jealous when it turns out anyone else is more successful at being evil yeah. than he is. Mm-hmm. So he's just, he's fucking, just, he's like, ah, oh, I can't believe, I can't we- believe it. Fucking Rita's relatives keep showing up. I married her at some point. I'm not sure why. Yep. Like, I did fuck. like that part of the of the three parter where the, yep. he, his whole motivation was like, I want to be the mostest evilist. Mm-hmm. I did like that part. Well, we also get another callback in the scene, which is Rita's like leading the entire yep. Moon crew in a hundred bottles of slime on the wall, which is what she yep. sang when she got trapped in the mini dumpster. Yep. Which I thought was really funny. I, I guess now she's decided that's a party anthem, is and not yep. like just a thing she sings to herself to keep herself from getting bored to death as she's banished in a space trash can or whatever we called it. Right. The space basket, the space waste yeah. basket. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Bottles of slime in the house tonight. <laughs> Everybody's gonna have a bad time. Okay, <laughs> good, good. So we cut now to Ernie's Jim and Juice Bar, which is closed. And this is uh-huh. in- an interesting little bit of, of world building. Which is Bulk and Skull show? Well, okay. First of all, Bulk and Skull show up with just the saddles. <laughs> there is no explanation for like what happened to the horses. They, they or... were lost in the wilderness and had to eat the horses to survive. No, <laughs> they, said they, they said that they fell off the horse. Oh, yeah, okay, I think good, so. Good. I think Bulk gotcha. says that. Yeah. 
Hey, where did Lieutenant Stone go? Yeah, they had to eat him, too. Probably to the police department, because there's a monster alert out. Well, he was where they were before, like, at the retreat, and he told he was like, someone has to ride for help. So yeah, I guess he yeah, stayed yeah, there. Um, but Bulk and Skull and show they up. they went to the juice bar? Yeah, they went to the juice bar for help, the only place that exists, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, and Well, this Ernie's is the terrace there. of the juice bar, which we don't see very often. Even, right, so. and... and Ernie says something that I thought was interesting, which is like, what are you guys doing here? There's a monster uh, warning or what does he say? It's like he says there's um, like a monster alert out or something or yeah. a monster attack alarm or something. So why are, we, why are you sweeping those boards, Ernie? There's a monster alert out. Right. So A, that doesn't make a ton of sense. Ernie, you should also be inside. B, does Angel Grove have a full on like bur- uh, like uh London during the Blitz, like, alarm system for... Because uh-huh. that's kind of interesting. Like, do they have well, a full-on... So Go ahead. They, I, they the should. way I was going to see it is they might be treating it the way we tend to treat tornado sirens here in the Midwest, yeah. which is just that... Don't eh. take him very, very seriously, yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah. And that, like that picture of the guy rowing his lawn with a tornado behind him. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the thing is if 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 someone's new to the area, they might hear like, "Oh God, tornado sirens! Get to the basement!" If you've lived here your whole life, you're just like, ah, "Fuck it! If something hits the building, then I'm dead." Whatever. <laughs> this is uh, similar to Charleston and flash flood warnings, where you're just like, "I mean, yeah, you had one. We've had one of those every day for three weeks. I'm not gonna alter my behavior in any way." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At some point, I don't want to spend my life in a cellar, so yeah. I'm just gonna. Fucking do whatever, man. Or it could just be that Ernie knows since his building isn't in the abandoned buildings district, he'll be fine. It's that's not going to get torn down. God, there's yeah, there's going to be there. a lot of that in the coming days. Yeah, just FYI. Yeah. So, um, but it's like, listen, I'm not like, no, I, I don't, I don't care if like there's the fucking apocalypse outside. I'm, I'm not like logging out. Sorry, <laughs> fuck yeah. you. Uh, so Balkan Skull are like, yeah, we're here for help, and and then. Everything is cut off because Tangas just walk up beside yep. Ernie. And I still get weirded out when the monsters interact with yeah. the, not yep. the Power Rangers. Like, especially since that's Master Vile is right there. That's him right. in yeah, person. Well, and Rita and Zed and like, the whole Moon Crew came down just to like do this scene. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, they want to have a party. Where do you have a party? At the juice bar. Yeah, right. I, I think that's the deal. Is like, And also, this is twisted because uh <laughs> master vile says like i'm gonna blow up the earth like uh-huh. he says that earlier yep. and then he tells bulk like go get everybody go get all the humans force them to come out from where they're hiding and we're gonna have a party and then i'm gonna kill you all and i'm like jesus that's, yep, a little that's, that's up. really dark and then <laughs> yeah. they cast some kind of dancing spell on bulk and skull because they start dancing well, like Rita against their will and she's like where's the Look at the camera, yep, and then yep. music she breaks the fourth wall uh, on top of everything. <laughs> There's also a bit that I don't know if anyone else noticed, which is that Rito has a skeleton boombox. Yeah, he oh, does. Oh my face. god, I didn't. <laughs> which is oh, well, yeah, that's, that's why she asks, "Where's the music?" And it's because he come then he walks in frame with his boombox. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, uh, there's actually a pretty great bit of delivery where uh, f- from Paul Schreier, where Bulk realizes, "Oh no." 
This means the Rangers lost. Yeah, this we're is, doomed. Th- this is one of those scenes where like all the bad guys are like dancing, and you're like, "Yay, kids show!" And then there's like a little too much realism because yep. the other characters are like, "Oh, we're gonna die." Yep, like we're all about to get. <laughs> oh, murdered. this is the end of humanity. The, the yeah, best case uh-oh. scenario is he dances all of us to death. Huh, that's great. <laughs> it's it's really weirdly dark. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they basically say like, oh, huh, the Power Rangers lost, and then Bulk does a fun dance. So, yeah, it's a little incongruous. I was really confused what was starting to happen with Bulk's dancing, because they like all encircle him, and then I thought, and he just kind of starts like shaking to the beat, and I was like, are they making him do this, or can he just not resist those dulcet tones? And then they say in the next scene that they they are like forcing him to do the conga. Well, he also looks at his hands like, what are the what's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's some pretty good stuff there. So yeah, then um we cut to the the uh, the command center. Uh, and they're like, our powers will take a little while to recharge. Uh, and then it says, did, and then Tommy like looks at the camera and goes, did Master Vile really win? He doesn't look at the camera, but yeah, he does say that. I mean, mm-hmm. basically. And then, uh, and then there's a there, there's continue. an outtake at the end that's pretty good. The outtakes, the, yeah. the outtakes for this episode are really good. There's two yeah, outtakes, right. and normally I feel like we kind of skip over them, but I wanted to. There, the first one is. Catherine is looking at the the viewing globe and she says, "They're forcing Balkan Skull to dance the conga. What could be more awful?" And then like Billy, then like Billy starts doing the conga. I think. Or, like, yeah, the yep. starts doing yeah. It. Too, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like it. And then there's a scene where like there's another scene where everyone is dancing uh-huh. uh, and. Uh, like Skull is doing some Everyone's some, some business. Yeah, cute. Skull, Skull is doing some kind of Elvis shuffle thing, like yeah. but turning around in circles. And then there's mm-hmm. a scene that I need. I okay. There is a scene where Tommy goes, "Did Master Vile win?" And everyone stops for a second, and then he points at the screen and screen and says, "You decide." And I was like, "Wait." <laughs> <laughs> Are, is that Jason David Frank just being goofy, or was yeah, that like no, a I weird? Think that's, that's, that's a, they cut and he like, yeah. made a joke. They, they cut and like because like that's literally the end shot. Yeah, okay. and, it, but it just goes on for a little bit longer, and it's like I really don't think they had a hotline going for the day between this episode and the next one. No, oh, yeah, it's just a goof. And it was a good goof. I laughed. It was funny. I, I laughed too. It, it's just like I remembered that kids shows used to do weird shit like that, where they would be like. Which of these new characters do you want to stay on the show? Uh-huh. Or, like, other bizarre stuff like that. I like, don't think they were going to have a poll where the kids could decide if the world ended. I, I, w- I would love to see, like, all the kids calling in to say, Yeah, well, please, Master Vile 1, killed everybody right now. All the Rangers are dead. And then the next episode yeah, is just okay. desolation. Yeah, that'd be hard to write out of. That's a fair point. Uh, I... I, I Honestly, now that you point that out, it's really fucked up that DC let people vote on whether or not the Robin, uh, uh-huh. Jason Todd, got murdered. Uh-huh. And also, it's way worse that all the fans were like, oh, absolutely. Oh, murder yeah, Murder that totally. child. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's really bizarre. I mean, it, it's the equivalent if they did that for, like, modern Star Wars and all the shitty people ro- wrote in to, like, kill the, the Rose from Last Jedi or whatever, oh, yeah. like. That yeah. would be fucking terrible, but 
They actually did that in the 80s, DC, because yeah. comic books. Uh, yeah. So, uh, at this point, that's the episode. Um, I mean, it's a part two. It sure is. Yeah, like, but I mean, some... but I mean, but like stuff happens. Like, yeah, it's not like stuff happens. Happened. I mean, they get the the crystal stuff gets resolved, and then the 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 they use their shiny armor and yeah. This is one of the better two parters or part two. I, of mean, a I mean, part two of a three parter. This is one of the better part twos. Yeah, stuff actually happened. <laughs> you yeah. sound so confused about that fact. Cat got cruel, and then not anymore. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's a part two. Things don't happen in part two. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, that's the episode. Um, I'm kind of I'm excited to to get this done. Not that I'm not enjoying it, but like I always like when we get to big status quo shifts. Now that said, yeah. I'm pretty apprehensive about the the, the alien rangers alien rangers stuff. Uh-huh. So like, I mean, so. My wife, Adrian, was asking me, like, what's the Alien Ranger stuff? Because she saw it on Netflix. And, and I was explaining it. And after I finished my explanation, she was like, wait, so for, like, ten episodes, the two sets of main characters are child actors and people who have their voice run through, like, a bad fil- oh, yeah. like voice filter. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like... The, the, they're all <laughs> affecting weird alien mannerisms, too, and it's all, like, robotic and stuff. It's not great. Yeah, I was like, yeah, and she's like, that doesn't sound great. And I was like, well, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> it's not, it's... There's a reason it's only ten episodes long, and people yeah. tend to forget it, about those episodes. It's, it's, it's not, like, bad. It just kind of happens. Just yeah, yeah. I I've only watched the first episode of uh, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. There is quite literally the two kids in a trench coat pretending to be an adult gag. Fuck, oh, there yes. you go. So it's the best season of the whole franchise. It turns <laughs> out that sounds awesome. So um uh, y'all got time for a couple questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Okay, great. Uh, if you have a question. Uh, you can send them to us at Teens with Tood on Twitter. Uh, you can send them to us, Teens with Tood at gmail.com, or you can join the Facebook group, Teenagers with Attitude. Um, so let's see. Uh, I have a uh, question from uh, Ton. I think it's Ton. We've done this before. I'm so bad at names. I'm sorry. Uh, we have a question from Ton. Uh, number one, would Cat make a be- better Catwoman than Halle Berry? Yes, yes. anyone yeah. would. No, <laughs> no. What? Okay, Halle look. Berry was not the problem with that movie. No, okay, that, no, that's... no. She wasn't. Like, like, like. With the material she was given, she did a good job. Like, there's no way to make rub your face of catnip and act <laughs> like you're getting turned on by it a good scene. Like, oh, no yeah, one could have right. done that scene good. Like, yeah, she's impossible. a phenomenal actress. It's just that the material was dog shit <laughs> or cat shit I guess more appropriately ah! yeah, yeah but also like I mean to, to take the scene in this episode right now where she did that like alright bye guys couldn't you see Catwoman like being like oh by the way here's the diamond bye and then leaving <laughs> like she could pull it off I think she'd be fine You're, yes Halle Berry is a wonderful yeah. actress yeah. I think Halle given... Berry would be better though because like I don't know like Cat's actress is fine would Halle Berry be a better Pink Ranger though that's the question <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, like, she's a very good actress. Well, I don't know. Can she do martial arts? She faked it for Catwoman. Here's the thing about Halle Berry. I don't think she's great when she doesn't have good material. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't think she would be a very good Power Ranger because she wouldn't have good material. Yeah. Like <laughs> she, she hasn't had a good track record with superheroes because, yeah, she was good as Storm, but she also had the immortal line, you know what happens to you, Newt, when it gets hit by thunder. So. And that's not her Again, fault. Again, that wasn't her fault. It was no. a callback to a line that got cut. Yeah. yeah. It's not her fault. It's just I think often when she doesn't have good stuff to work with, she's not good at it which like that's i guess you could say that about anybody but she, she's yeah. well the thing is like there are actors out there that when they're given like bad material they they take one look at it and they're like okay i'm just gonna ham it up i'm gonna chew the scenery yes i'm gonna just really go for it she kind of doesn't do that right so i would i don't think she would be a great uh uh a great pink ranger but i mean she she, she hammed it up for for catwoman <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, like, a little well, bit. Well, here's here's what I'll say. She would not be a great. Uh, Catherine would not be a great person to play the role of Catwoman, but she is by definition a better Catwoman because she is a Catwoman because she <laughs> yes. was a cat. Oh, Her name is we... actually Cat, the character and the actress. So. Yes, <laughs> yes, she is a cat space woman, so yes. she's got that. Uh, now, Ton also asks. Which Power Ranger characters would have a macro slash micro fetish? Which I don't know. I don't, do, do y'all have immediate thoughts on that? I don't really which, have which one. Which Power Rangers? I'm just it? gonna turn the volume down on my Not headphones really. so I don't have to hear this conversation. It's I mean, it's Adam. It's it's, it's absolutely Adam? Adam. You think? Oh what? yeah, because he did yeah. that thing as a ninja that one yeah, time. Yeah, he did the thing. Yeah, you're right. And also, he's like an incredible, like mopey sad sack. And speaking from experience, we <laughs> those, all are. Those are tied so. together. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know what their kinks are. Like God, <laughs> it's, it's hard to imagine them having any kinks to be like. It's, it's almost like. Try, Rocky's basically a child. Like to imagine him even having any kind of sexual thoughts feels really wrong. So pass. Yeah, I guess. I, I feel, no, Rocky. I feel like Rocky's a pervert. Yeah, <laughs> you think Rocky's like, got a bunch of weird shit? Yeah. Well, no, I don't think he's. I don't think he's into like any like paraphilias or necessarily. I think he's just kind of a, a just a, a horn dog, basically. <laughs> Fair enough. A horn dog buster. You know, uh, we, you know <laughs> the fact that Tommy has a son in this new comic means that Tommy does actually find out what sex is. Because I was going to say, I don't think pow- any of these Power Rangers know what that is in any way, shape, or form. I don't form, know. It might be a Goku good. situation. Yeah, maybe. But I just, I find that funny. That Yeah, anyway. Whatever. I don't like uh, that. Not my kind of combo. <laughs> okay, so... so but yeah, the answer to the question is Adam. Yeah, so. fair enough. Uh, Joe asks... Uh, Joe, a uh, former guest, uh, uh, expert uh, Ghostbuster, mm-hmm. in this age of Cobra Kai, how badly would you want to see a new show that takes Rita, Zed, Fenster, Goldar, and the rest of the Moon crew and reinterprets their story where they're the heroes and Zordon and his child army are the bad guys? Oh, absolutely. That's everything I want. I'd, I'd, yeah. Let's awesome. awesome. yes. do this. There, there are two sides to every story. I want... I want the Rita Repulsa equivalent of Wicked. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be pretty yeah. great. That, that that's actually awesome. funny because the next part of his question is, which other shows would you like to see get the Wicked Maleficent style take on the villains? Huh. I think yeah, Rita. Rita what, just Rita, yeah. 100%. Yeah, Rita. Of the villains, give, give me fucking Repulsa Rising. Yeah, mm-hmm. of the villains yes. in, in Power Rangers that we've seen so far, I think Rita would be the most interesting to carry a show. Yeah. I love Zed, but like Rita would be really good at that i think that only really becomes super interesting when he and rita get married basically right. so yeah. there's not that much you need to explore 
Yeah, he is fun as a foil to Rita. Mm-hmm. Rita is just fun as a character inherently. There's that one like throwaway line where where Rito says like Remember when you want when Dad gave you like a a toy and you were like no I want a dragon so you like burnt the house down or something I want like teen Rita growing up and like her yeah exactly her weird shit that she gets into that would her be evil fun. space alien school yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also that's basically the backstory of the Clegane brothers in Game of Thrones did George R R Martin rip off Power Rangers I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Simon's TED Talk. Yes. Uh, other shows, I hmm, I can't really off the top of my head. Uh, Rita's a great one. I'm trying to think of other villains that I really would because, like, the I mean, thing Gold, is, doesn't Goldar have his like his voice actor make a show about Goldar and him living together? There is a you, there's a YouTube uh, series called like Me and Goldar that is. Kerrigan Mayhan Mayhan like talking to Goldar that's pretty funny yeah um so that's the thing with Goldar is if we're gonna get a Goldar spin it I want it to be pure farce like just pure comedy basically like but if we're talking like a Maleficent like Wicked style like here's why this character is actually sympathetic I just want that that, that's that's more Rita that's a good thing Mm -hmm. I I, I want a show that's Rita and Goldar in like a downtown apartment just like a yeah I I was gonna say I want suburban Goldar where like daily life of Goldar he wakes up he reads his paper drinks his coffee or whatever and has things to say about the news or something he goes (laughs) off has hobbies or something that would be great oh it's, it's the odd couple yeah yeah that'd be pretty good yeah I can't think of any other like Wicked Maleficent stuff off the top of my head. I, yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But I'm of like the Power Rangers villains from the whole show. I would say I, I've always wanted more of Rancic from Time Force's backstory because yeah. his whole backstory yeah. is really confusing. Rancic the way they is in the interesting. Show. Yeah, the Time Force all... future is fucking dystopian as hell, and you kind of feel for him. Yeah, well, the thing is, is they do it both sides of Rancic's backstory, where it's like, yeah. oh. People tried to help him, but then he killed them, so he's not sympathetic. But also, like, people shunned him to the point that he did, like, not yeah. trust people anymore. And it's kind of confusing. So I would like that to be fleshed out a little bit. Um, yeah, that, that, that gets a little weird because it's like Time Force is like, we have to save the past so we can preserve our, our utopian future. And it's like, oh, there's a persecuted underclass, though. That's not yeah. much of a utopia, y'all. Yeah. Um, right. I would also say I want to see like Lothor's backstory from Ninja Storm, oh, which I know man. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. don't like him, but he could you could have a really good comedy around Lothor. I think Simon really likes Lothor. I re- yeah, I liked it. He's super goofy. I've always been willing to go to bat for Ninja Storm and Lothor because uh-huh. he's just got so, he's got so much charisma. That horrible evil villain yep. from another galaxy, and I'd yep. love to see what happened between him getting sent off Earth and coming back. But those are the two I can only. Right. Those are pretty much the only two I think. Because he's right brothers now. with Sensei, so there's yep. some like history there and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, last one for this week. Uh, Harrison asks, uh, you keep saying any questions, so anybody got any tips, recipes for cooking tofu? I think I understand how to drain it, but I don't know how to get any flavor out of it yet. Well, here's the secret. It doesn't have any. That's why you, <laughs> that's why you drain it, because then you put it in stuff that has flavor, and yeah. it soaks it up like a sponge. So, like, you want to cook it with some soy sauce or some, like, in some kind of marinade, and then it'll soak it all yeah. up. Yeah, tofu tofu is 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 not the painting. Tofu is the canvas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, you don't take it into account with flavor. I, I kind of like uh, rolling tofu in the breading and then like pan frying that like with some seasoning. It's 
not bad actually. So try yeah. that, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like you put it in, just try try to like put it in other stuff. Basically, don't don't eat tofu just like slices of tofu. I mean, you can if you like it. That's fine. Yeah. It's just not how you're gonna get the most out of it. I don't think. Um, there we go. That'll do it for us this week. Um, I'm glad we finally got to some questions. I've got a couple more and keep sending them in because I like doing them. Um, I guess that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Lucas, since you're the guest, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, nothing new. Just that uh, I host a D-Comedy podcast on uh, AudioEntropy.com uh, with my sister Emma where we are watching uh, – every Disney Channel original movie one month at a time, and it's a really fun show, and uh, it's and we'd really appreciate it if you gave a listen, see if you enjoy it yourself, and maybe follow us on Twitter at Decomedy Podcast, and see if you like it, because we have a fun time doing it. So It's yeah. a very fun show. I, it's great. It, I like it, it a lot. It is crazy to me. I can't fucking believe how many Disney original movies there are. I genuinely there, there can't. are a hundred and four, <laughs> I think, maybe hundred and five. I forget how like, I would that is. If you had asked right me before you guys started the show, I'd have said like I don't know twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and like I could not have possibly been more incorrect. There was so. yeah, Zach. There was one year. I think. I think like I think it was like year two thousand one where they made one every single month. They made twelve. I think. I remember that for sure because I remember thinking I that mean, that's was kind of like, what happens when you have the full backing of the Disney Corporation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you could just make, and some of them are so fucking. There, I like. Have you have you guys done Luck of the Irish yet? No, we have not done that one. I yet. can't like, believe but, they but like, made a show, a movie about a, a basketball playing leprechaun. I can't believe that. Basically, happened. T- it's Teen Wolf, but boiled right. down. But they switched it to a different mo- monster. I guess. I guess but, yeah. But to your point, Zach, the thing I'm is, I'm kind of surprised. Like we should have gotten a whole genre of basketball playing monsters. <laughs> I mean, we did get the Teen Witch spinoff, and there was technically a Teen Wolf two. Mm-hmm. But like, like I, I want to see like basketball playing vampire, basketball playing mummy, basketball play fucking dragon or spin off to other sports do the airbud thing but monsters instead of dogs yeah that's another direction you could take it you could have werewolves playing all kinds of sports uh, there's nothing in the rules as a centaur can't play basketball <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah but, no but to, yeah to your point zach is the fact that like the thing is luck of the irish is a crazy concept but it's still like a really popular one like people are like oh what are you gonna do luck of the irish like oh i loved luck of the irish like, there are some that like no one remembers that i would say are even crazier than that like, well, I, like, there's like, uh, uh, wait, where, what was the one that I found the other day? There's one like about people, like these kids, like, uh, uh, frick, I don't remember what it's called. I don't know. There's a lot of weird Disney Shadow movies, and we haven't gotten to like a truly weird one yet. I think the closest we've gotten was the Ring of Endless Light about the girl that can talk to dolphins for no reason. But yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a buck wild place to be. But we love yeah. it. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. And I hope you keep doing it because I'm excited to get to some of the weird ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, when you do Luck of the Irish, let me know, because famously, I have a giant man tr- crush on Timothy Amundsen, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, What'd you think of the Woody Woodpecker movie, Zach? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> when I found out he was in that, I got so deeply upset that I was like, are you doing that bad, buddy? I'm sorry. Like, I find that sucks. Uh, but yeah, so... For Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Simon. I've been Emily. 
I've been Mike. And I've been Lucas. And may the power protect you always. And glitter. When you run out of power, use glitter. <laughs> glitter power! Glitter power!